This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Jesus, good to be out of the cold. This stupid weather, I can't stand it. I am sick of it. We've had it too good for too many winters. It's, it was time to get back at us. It just got now. It just now got cold, too. Yeah. It's been all right. It freaking sucks. Where's Randy at? I thought he was right behind you. I don't know. He's lollygagging. I'm going to go start this fire up over here. Yeah, get some logs on it. Get it a-roaring. We'll get the naga pouring. It's going to be a good old time. Mm-hmm. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, guys. What's up, Randy? Jesus. What the hell's you got going on oh, there? You like the size of my packages? Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> I was going to say if my name's on it, but then I really... I, no, I take that back. <laughs> what is in all that shit, man? It's presents for you guys. Where's Where's all your stuff? It's on its way. Yeah. On its way? We're recording now. Welcome to the 20th century, Randy. <laughs> Shut <Sure>. Internet. <laughs> SF. Yeah, the Am- Amazon, man. Amazon. We used Amazon. But why? Uh, well, shit, I don't know. Maybe because I don't want to be up the ass of the whole community yeah. while I'm getting gifts. It's called public. Yeah. <laughs> but you missed the whole Christmas shopping experience, guys. That's the point. No, I, I had the shopping experience on my phone. <laughs> on my couch. And it was very comfortable. Under a blanket in the heat with yeah. no one around. Exactly. But you get to go out and see all the pretty lights and all the people and all the decorations and... All that stuff. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> so if, you around, <laughs> if you look around the room, there are lights in here. We don't have to go out to look for lights. So, yeah, I feel comfortable with my decision. You guys just need to get in the Christmas spirit. I, I think I got something that can help. Booze? <laughs> Booze. Yeah. Oh, hey. The first Noel oh, the God. angels God, did say okay. was we, to we got certain boys okay. shepherds okay. fields no. as All they right. lay. Oh, my God. Okay. What? Didn't that help you guys get in the Christmas spirit? No. It no, helped me want to get a fork and <laughs> yeah. drive it into my ear. Oh, come on. It wasn't that bad, guys. I've been taking lessons. Listen, man, we don't need coaxed into the Christmas spirit. No. We, we're in the spirit. We just don't want to go out. Got my own way. Exactly. Amazon. And actually, Randy, if you'll take a look out the window, here they come now. Here comes Amazon, here comes Amazon, pulling down Candare's Lane. They've got a blue van full of toys for the Candare boys again. Randy's singing, ears are bleeding, all is far from alright. But let's give thanks for the internet, cause Amazon comes tonight. Here comes Amazon, here comes Amazon, pulling down Candare's Lane. We've no need for the push and shove, no need for Black Fridays. No more hustle, no more bustle, no more standing in line. Let's just chill and have some nog, cause Amazon comes tonight. 
You see, Randy, you don't need to go out and just be clustered with everybody, fighting over the same doll or the same television or whatever the hell it is you want. You can stay in the comfort of your own home and still be in a perfect Christmas spirit. It's not like you don't use Amazon. You just need to utilize it for the Christmas holiday season. All right, guys, you convinced me. I, I, I see the benefits of this. And right. You know what? Mm -hmm. I think I got a lyric or two I can throw into this. Here comes Amazon, here comes Amazon, pulling down Candare's Lane. They don't care if you're rich or poor, they'll get your money all the same. Bezos knows that we're all lazy, staying home is just fine. So fill your carts with Christmas shit, cause Amazon comes tonight. Alright, that's enough. No, here comes Amazon, here comes Amazon, pulling down Candor's Lane. Got no time for Santa Claus's methods out of date. Santa has no streaming service or same-day delivery like Prime. So let's give thanks for the internet because Amazon comes tonight. Cause Amazon comes tonight. Welcome to the Candare Christmas Special 2022. I am Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. And I am Randy Hardenbrook. And returning this year, you know who's here. He's here every year for Christmas. It wouldn't be Christmas without him. You probably know him best as Zordon from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. We welcome back actor and writer David J. Fielding to the show. David, welcome back, man, and Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> Never can tell. Nope, no, it does every time. <laughs> oh, that's Let awesome. Glad to have you, man. We're just going to have a bunch of Christmas fun today, and we're going to do like we did uh, last year. You know, just this is more or less our Christmas party, I think, is how we yeah, said it yeah, last yeah, year. Yeah. The Candare Christmas party, just recording into an episode for you guys. So we're going to play some games. We're going to uh, read from the... Did I already say what we were going to be doing? I feel like I'm repeating myself. No, I think it was before. That was before. Yeah. Okay. Hitting okay. the eggnog a little early, guys. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> We're going to be catching up with David. We're going to be reading from the Marvel Holiday Special. We're going to play some games and open some gifts. Have ourselves a merry damn time. I'm excited. You guys excited? Hell yeah. Oh, I'm excited. All Let's right. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get to all the fun, we got to go through the rigmarole of saying, don't forget to find us on Twitter at CandarePod and on Instagram at Can underscore Air. And I'm not going to get long-winded about it, people. Two ways you can support us on our website, candarepodcast.com, merch page, and Patreon. Ways for you to get content by giving us a little bit of your money. And uh, Evergreen Podcast Network. Find us on evergreenpodcast.com along with a bunch of other great shows. And if uh, you don't want to support us financially, just give us a like and review on our your social media or uh, on your uh, podcast player choice. You can do it on your social media, yeah, too. Yeah, that would be appreciated yeah, anywhere yeah. you want to give us one, as long as it's good. <laughs> <laughs> But all right, let's get right to it, guys. Uh, David, how have you been, sir? It's been a little while. I think the last time we spoke was uh, when we were, was it reviewing the Batman movie episode? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while. Uh, I mean, uh, just, you know, plugging along, going day by day, you know, figuring out, uh, you know, <laughs> how long we have. Uh, before <laughs> but yeah, just, you know, doing my thing. So. Until the world completely implodes on itself. 
Should be any day now. <laughs> yeah, feels like it's overdue. But Some days. Yeah, it seems like you've been uh, hitting a lot of cons recently. Uh, how's the con life been to you? Uh, it's been good. They've, they've been picking up, and uh, next year seems to be uh, starting off gangbusters, and you know, hopefully we'll be doing more. Um, of course, Ranger Nation had a huge blow uh, not too long ago with uh, everybody losing JDF, so uh, right. mm-hmm. you know, we, we've been getting a lot of stuff from fans, I mean, uh, or, you know, messages from fans uh, uh, about stuff like that. And, and it, you know, it's always tough, especially this time of year um, with uh, everything that's going on. So, I mean, right. um, unfortunately, I did not know JDF all that well. Uh, so, but, you know, the, the impact is, is still felt. It, it's going to be very strange being out there and not having the Green Ranger around. It's going to be very weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was horrible to hear. Yeah. And you guys were all, you know, all part of something so big and magical and it's going to mean something for so many people for so many years to come. Yeah. I can't imagine, man. It was definitely rough to hear. He's been a very constant in our lives ever since we started doing this, you know, I mean, we, it's not like we talked to him or anything, but every time we go cover a con, he's there. He's just somebody who was always there. Kind of like when Kato Kalen was always at the wizard. Con. <laughs> <Yeah>. Remember <laughs> yep. when Kato Kalen started yeah. coming around, like you felt that. Yeah. I mean, Jason was a machine. He was out and about and he was very engaging with the fans. Uh, you know, he was sort of that last fan standing kind of guy who would be there. You know, I mean, yeah, he would show up late or whatever, but I mean, he would stay there until the last fan had, got to meet him and speak with him and stuff like that so yeah but it was a big hit yeah it's still soaking it in like yeah, it's still <laughs> fresh yeah for sure but it doesn't help to look around your house and see him uh, yeah, see, see green rangers standing around and <laughs> yeah. stuff yeah i know what you mean but well i was thinking unless you guys wanted to talk about something else we could start off uh talking with david you know kind of like we always do catching up on on our nerdy shows nerdy movies and stuff like that i don't know uh david if you've seen a lot of what's come out recently or not there's some things i've missed i know we've missed i have not seen black adam i have not seen uh the way of water and there were a couple of other things that i don't think i've seen but yeah i mean we can talk about whatever you guys want to talk about so well, uh, I never, I didn't see Black Adam either. Um, I saw Black Adam. I know you did, and yeah. I just saw that it's on HBO now. Yeah, it just came out. So. Did it? Okay. Yeah. It's been, what, a month? Yeah, isn't it still in theaters? Good. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm pissed because I think I I rented it or I bought it like two weeks ago, and I could have waited a little bit longer. <laughs> Hopefully I didn't buy it because that was probably 25 bucks. Hopefully, I rented it for five. Yeah, it's, but. I think it's uh, on Vudu. It's streaming for twenty. You can buy it for twenty. But seriously, that's where I bought it from. So yeah, that's probably what I got it from. But I'm sure there's all the bonus extras that I haven't taken a look at. So that's true. I just bought uh, Clerks Three on DVD, and it's not on streaming yet. I mean, and you can rent or buy it on streaming, but um, I know it's going to be on streaming in probably the next week or two, which is kind of irritating. But like you said, mm-hmm. it's all the bonus feature stuff that yep. you don't get otherwise. So. That, the feature cool. length commentary from Kevin Smith. It's <laughs> like four hours long. <laughs> <laughs> he may, he likes to talk about himself, yeah, doesn't yeah. he? But uh, he made it. It was a good movie. Well, they probably wouldn't have that with the way that the credits rolled in there because he had his own commentary going on for that whole credit scene. He talked before the movie. He talked during the credits of the movie. <laughs> yeah. There were two documentaries on the making of the movie. Not one, but two. Because oh, one wasn't enough. Yeah. <laughs> 
We talk about the movie and then the whole of the three movies. Talk about <laughs> That's exactly what it was. Was it? That's exactly what <laughs> it doesn't it make. Did. It doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Uh, okay. Well, what about uh, She-Hulk? Did, who here? Uh, did you see that, David? Did yes, I did. Did you see any of it, Randy? I never finished it. You saw some of it. Yeah, though. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's hear your initial thoughts, David, of She-Hulk. Uh, I thought it was very interesting, uh, and I thought it was very in keeping with the She-Hulk comic, which I never read. Uh, uh, being on the stands, but my you know my understanding is Jennifer was always breaking the fourth wall. Was always you know pulling herself out of one panel and climbing into another. So, I mean, they were always sort of like playing with the meta aspect of what a comic book is and how stories are told. There were, <laughs> there were a lot of times when I was scratching my head when I was watching it, I'm like, well, okay, well, where are they going with this? And then uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, they did some like really, I, don't, I, I can't really say that they retconned anything, uh, but they sort of like were, and I, and I can't say that they were doing any sort of like damage control either, but uh, because Tim Roth as as the abomination was with Edward Norton's Hulk, <laughs> right? Not Mark Ruffalo's. So I mean, it uh, it was kind of strange in that way. <laughs> but again, because they've already introduced the multiverse because of of all that thing. I mean, it, you know, you, you kind of have to sort of take those things into 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 account and then of course there was the sort of is this mephisto is this where we're getting into that because of the whole gosh i can't even remember what the name of the the bimbo character's name was uh oh titania. titania or whatever no 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 not titania the other one the the uh the one that was there at the magic show who got transported to like uh, <laughs> oh, hell or whatever it was yeah <clears throat> it was hanging out with wong just, yeah they were so in love wong. with her or whatever uh and then she ended up being with Wong or whatever, Wongers or, or whatever. And it was just very strange. Uh, Wongers, I forgot that. <laughs> in a sort of like, uh, it, it, I sort of feel about She-Hulk the same way I kind of feel about Thor, Love and Thunder, is that it's very interesting when it seems like the Marvel Universe is told through a very unreliable narrator's <laughs> <laughs> It's very strange, but I mean, I thought the uh, the actress that played uh, Jennifer was great. I, I thought that they did sure. uh, some really cool stuff. That final episode where she confronts <laughs> the Kevin, which turns out to be like this mechanical AI or whatever, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was very strange, but um, I mean, overall, uh, I, I, I can't say that I'll sit through it again, though. That's that's the thing. Um, I've rewatched WandaVision, Falcon and, and the Winter Soldier, Loki, Moon Knight. I've I've watched the Werewolf by Night special like six times. I thought that that's oh, fantastic. Oh, sweet! Because I, I wanted to ask you one. about yeah. that one too. Yeah, and but I I don't think I'll sit through. Uh, and I I really enjoyed uh, Ms. Marvel too. But again, I'm not sure if I'm going to sit through that one either. But uh, and it, and I don't want that to sound like anti-lady or anything like that it has nothing to do <laughs> no. with that it was just very clear that that these uh again these stories are not for me you know what right. i mean yeah uh, those ones didn't really have a lot going on that you could miss i think 
Yeah, I mean, they're they're not for me the same way that Black Adam is not for me. I'm not, I'm not a I'm not a DC guy, so I'm like, well, I'm sure, not. you don't have that emotional connection to what's mm-hmm. going. Yeah, on. yeah, and it's just like, okay, well, that's fine. And it's very interesting. To, I I watch them because I want to see how they're going to interconnect all the other aspects. I mean, uh, the stuff with Daredevil was fantastic, <laughs> and that was yeah, so very was. cool. Uh, and, and I I thought it was very cool that they had like a celebrity costume designer for superheroes. <laughs> it was interesting to see these like one-off minor supervillains that were <laughs> in in and out of, of the series. I thought that was very strange. And again, it sort of like points out what would it actually be like living in a world with these bizarre people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The final reveal of Hulk and and his son. I was like okay yeah that's where i was like <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> like oh yeah guys by the way here's my grown adult son it's like not an infant it's like oh, when did that happen yeah yeah i saw somebody had posted a meme uh from age of ultron where where <laughs> bruce is telling natasha i can't have kids <laughs> uh, that's right well, they, yeah they they do the shot of him like introducing uh his son at at the backyard picnic and then they have natasha at the bottom of the screen going what am i chop liver <laughs> <laughs> i haven't fun. seen that she but got I, dissed I, hard i didn't yeah. even think of that Mm-mm. but yeah. it had to have been while he was off world right it had to have been oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, i mean in in earlier in the in the season you see him on a i mean she has her accident because the sakar ship they get into the car accident because the Sakar ship flies over them. At right, the right, right. So he's on that ship, and I guess he goes back to, I don't know, uh, Battle World or wherever they're going to go with that whole thing. But um, so we'll see. We'll take Battle that. World. Speaking of Battle World, that came up the other day in the MCU. And I don't know where. What? Are they really going to do that? I don't know. How could I don't they? Know. How could they do that? Was it's that not the, even possible. The uh, Guardians of the Gal- Galaxy Christmas special, maybe? Oh, no, no, like I don't Battle World where I heard it from, but I Battle was like, no, comics, don't do that. No. Oh. Battle World in the comics is when Marvel writer they were like trying to thin out all these characters from all these different stories that they wanted to keep and the others they wanted to get rid of. So they wanted to keep a few people from like the Ultimate series, the uh universe. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember all the different universes, but they took the best of them. They wrote in the story that these worlds actually collided. Yeah. <laughs> And then there was like a, a new map. You weren't looking at the, the the world as we know it. It was called Battle World. There's like a Marvel Zombies world, and then yeah, and like yeah, I think we're gonna see a bunch of this stuff collide. What with uh, What If and Secret Invasion and uh, the stuff with Kang that's coming up. I think oh, yeah. there, there's gonna be a lot of stuff just colliding together. It's gonna be very weird. Well, at the end of Doctor Strange, when uh, what's her name rips through that portal and comes and gets him, she's like, oh yeah, there's a whatchamacallit oh, happened and yeah uh yeah. i can't remember incursion. what it was called but when was the world's incursion? what's that incursion Wasn't yeah that yeah the... yeah there's one of those happening so apparently that started somehow we'll probably see in february when ant-man comes out probably i hope they somehow bring the x-men in yeah, but i mean ah uh, i don't know they'd have to go with like the newer class of x-men the james uh uh, McAvoy and McAvoy, well, I, yeah. I you know, they, I mean, Fast I can't you can only speculate, but they, if you saw uh, Wakanda Forever, Namor calls himself a mutant. And that's, that's the first really? time. Yeah. And that's the first time in the films that they actually use that word. I think. I think uh, you're right. Well, Miss Marvel, they, I think she said, did they call her a mutant or she said, right, but I mean, I guess 
I'm talking about like the big screen right stuff. Going backwards, I just still don't understand. Okay, Hulk got that ship. He flew off for a little bit. <laughs> but then within the scope of this story playing out for She-Hulk, he's a, he's a, his son's full grown, apparently. Mm-hmm. How? Maybe Hulk's grow quick. I mean, that could, all, that could go all the way back to Thor Ragnarok. He could, he could have had an affair with some... Oh, that's true. Uh, warrior woman, uh, you know, before Thor, Thor showed up in that movie but you know i guess i don't have any kind of scope on what kind kind of time is passing between these films you know and that's the a series and... through all of them there either before or after or sometimes during or something maybe i don't know it's hard to tell and didn't uh mark ruffalo at one point wasn't there a joke in the she-hulk series about how much his appearance had changed from edward norton's or something oh, yeah, like he was that. like that was another person then yeah, literally literally <laughs> yeah that, i thought that was such a great sort of like dig and acknowledgement that yeah it's not me yeah <laughs> maybe you can help me with this david i uh, i don't know has she hulk always been that kind of a comic i know within the past 15 20 years like the newer series have become more comedic you know like her jumping between panels but like let's say back in the 80s and stuff maybe or, or i think earlier. so i think i think uh it was quite common for her on the cover to be like actually trying to break out of the comic book and so there's that sort of meta aspect of it of jennifer always commenting on her her situation and sort of acknowledging how kind of wacky things can be uh, you know and here she is she's just trying i want to be a lawyer that's that's my life i i don't want to be a superhero i just want to do this kind of thing but then she gets roped into wacky yeah. adventure because she's a superhero so i wish we could have seen more of her like fighting more smashing yeah, you know? yeah. We, I, I didn't get enough and i mean like f- smashing is in fighting not smashing is in daredevil <laughs> <laughs> i think it was in the first episode uh the tag of the first episode where she is pretending to be drunk at bruce's bar to get him to admit that captain america had lost his virginity i thought that was awesome <laughs> captain america <fuck>! yeah <laughs> Oh, man. So, all right, then. Did anybody else have anything to say on She-Hulk? Anyone? Mm-mm. How about then? Let's touch on uh, Werewolf by Night, because that was fun as hell. Werewolf has always been, like, one of my favorite characters in the Marvel Universe. And and when I when I heard that they were going to do it, I was like, oh, please do it right. Please, yeah. please, please do it right. I know you were in the back of my mind the whole time I was watching it. I was yeah. like, what's David think? What's David think? What's I David was think? too. Yeah, me too. I was so happy that they made the werewolf look like he did in the comics and not like the way that werewolves have been done the last 20 years or so, where they're sort of like this hybrid hairless lichen thing from like right. underworld or long front legs and short back legs kind of hunched you know, over. They've, but... got, they've got the full canine head and, and everything like that. Uh, I'm really glad that they kept him the sort of man-like uh, figure that he is in the comics and stuff, and and I thought that was really great. I thought it was also very cool that they um, implied on a certain level that Jack is a lot older than what he looks, that Jack could be like five or 600 years old. And I thought that was very yeah. interesting. I love the fact that, that we got Man-Thing. Oh, in, yeah. And... I love that um, Giacchino uh, did everything in black and white and did it like, you know, the Universal Monster Movie stuff. I, I just loved it. I, I 
I may go watch it again. <laughs> <This movie. laughs> I don't think it would have worked if they would have filmed it any other way than to do it in black and white like that. It was that. perfect. Yeah. And wasn't there even like um, kind of like a Schindler's List moment where it was still in black and white and there would be like an item that was in color or something? Yeah, yeah the, yeah, bloodstone. the bloodstone. The bloodstone That's was red. Right. And so it kept showing up. And that that was. And then, of course, at the end, everything went, you know, Wizard of Oz and turned to color and stuff. And Right. I thought that was really, really cool. And... I don't know. It was just atmospheric as hell, and I loved it. So, we watched it uh, the weekend before Halloween. We were looking for like, you know, cool Halloween movies to watch, but you know, Hocus Pocus too. Not that I expected anything there, but geez, <laughs> I couldn't get into it. Christ, it was bad. Oh. Um, but you know what? They got paid. Yeah. <laughs> they got paid again. So, <laughs> I mean, it held Good my kids' them. attention. Hocus Pocus did too did. Yeah, I, I think know the little girl that did Bed Mittler's part. She was awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing against the actors or, act, you know, nothing there. It's just the writing. It just was not written well. It's like, what was it about that stupid candle that they have that has to be lit to summon them back from the dead? And then he's like, oh, we don't have that candle doesn't exist anymore or something. But he's got like a whole fucking box of them in the back or something like, huh? I don't know. Did don't you know. see it, David? I did not. It, it, it wasn't <laughs> one of those things that was on my radar. And like, <laughs> I could see in your face, like, where's this conversation going? <laughs> I just wanted to watch it for Doug Jones. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, me too. But was there anything else on Werewolf by Night? Just how good Man-Thing looked. He looked awesome. Everything looked so awesome. Mm -hmm. And just, the, again, just that black and white, how it was filmed. And it was gory, too. I mean... Yeah, you know it was blood getting splattered everywhere, but... Well, I mean, it's exciting because it's introducing, you know, the the supernatural side of the Marvel universe. So we're, you know, it's got direct ties to blade. It's got direct ties yep. to Dracula and Frankenstein. And there was, like a voodoo, oh. yeah, there was a whole, yeah, there was a whole voodoo arc in the Avengers for a while. So, I mean, it's, you know, it's going to be wild. So. Yeah. Now you, you said you uh, read those comics back in the day. Was there, as far as how, how it represented the comics, how accurate was it? Um, well, the comics are not the <laughs> the best. The the storylines for <laughs> for Jack Russell and stuff are are not you know all that great. I mean, they were capitalizing on the fact that what was the name? The comics code had been relaxed so that they could finally tell the old tales from the crypt type kind of stuff back then so they were just trying to capitalize on being able to use vampires and werewolves and all that kind of stuff and you know the the first couple of issues of werewolf by night are just jack trying to not be a werewolf and succumbing over and over again to the full moon and running around and battling men and, and werewolf is the first introduction for moon knight that's where moon knight shows up for the first time right. and uh so everything you know again because they're doing such a good job of connecting all of these dots and stuff um, with the history of the comics. I mean, that's, that's what is appealing to me is um, I mean, I, I was living in Colorado at the time and the full moon would rise up over the mountains. I'm like, I want to be a werewolf right now. And uh, <laughs> the next best thing I could do was read the comics. So that's, that's what I did. I wonder what time period that took place. I think it's, it's modern day. Is it? Yeah. And again, the the implication that Jack has been around hmm. uh, for you know several hundred years is very very interesting. It, because in the comics, of course, it was what nineteen seventy one, and everything was kind of bell bottoms and hippies and 
big wide collars and stuff and and oh, that's yeah. how the art, that's how the art was in the comic book so i mean it's very everybody had like the bushy sideburns and stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah in the show there was really nothing to date it other than i mean the old stuff in the the room that they were in so yeah being black and white yeah. just makes it seem dated but i like the 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 tattoo design on on gabriel's uh face that then translated to the face of the werewolf i thought that was yeah that was I don't remember that. I'm going to have to go rewatch it now, too. I just, one rewatch I just did that was very satisfying because the only uh, Marvel Disney Plus uh, series I have rewatched was Loki. But uh, the other day while I was wrapping some gifts, I turned on Hawkeye mm. and rewatched that series. And boy, oh boy, that was a good rewatch uh, for this time of year. <laughs> I think I tweeted out that it's like one of my new holiday perennials that i'll watch every year yeah uh, just because it's it's the time period i i will skip all the way through rogers the musical though i'm like man that's <laughs> yeah. agreed yeah i'll watch Haley steinfeld and florence Pugh all day as those characters you know i want them to have oh, yeah. their own show together mm. so and if yeah. you guys haven't if you guys haven't seen andor watch it oh i've watched that whole thing okay. it was is it really terrific. that good yeah. you're like the fourth person this week to be like you haven't seen that yet it depends on what kind of star wars person you are you're i guess because i know that there are a lot of people that don't like andor mm -hmm. because it doesn't include so the jedi. slow it, it doesn't include yeah. the jedi it doesn't include the force it doesn't include lightsabers that to me was never the appeal of star wars star right. wars was the rebellion, the fight against the empire. That's what it was. Yep. It has some of the best writing in star Wars ever. Um, wow. There's a speech that Stellan Skarsgård's character gives uh, at some point. I don't know if it's episode three or episode four, but that speech is freaking Oscar worthy. I mean, it is, it is really, really well-written, really well done. The, the tension just keeps ratcheting up from the moment you know it starts to to the moment that it ends and i think on um gizmondo they were talking about it was supposed to be the first f-bomb that star wars was going to have because in the in the final episode there's a speech that's given um by a character that was supposed to include an f-bomb but they they changed it at the last minute so it didn't didn't come out that way but the big speech yeah yeah from Mar marva or whatever her name was I don't know if I would have liked that coming out of her. <laughs> right. But I mean, it would, it, it, again, it's one of those sort of R rated things where it's like, it drives the point home that this is really freaking important. Mm -hmm. Right. Again, I, I mean, I, I think they went with the right choice because it really wouldn't have made anything better, but there are some sequences in that show that just really show you that the empire has claws and teeth and they will use them. And it is ugly. Yeah. And, I thought the the highlighting of of how the empire uh, runs their business and and all of the ships. I mean, there's there's still a jump to light speed. There's still flying ships and stuff like that, and it's very definitely in that universe. But you just get to see the nitty gritty stuff uh, that isn't there, you know, in Return of the Jedi or or Empire Strikes Back, where it's all about Luke's growth in the force and all, and all that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, this, is, this is about all the people that get their hands dirty and the cost of what rebellion is all about. It was really, really good. So it's almost more like a clandestine, like spy thriller almost. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a, it's a, it's uh, not an action series. That's for sure. Oh, okay. no, it's a, 
it's a down in the yeah it, i mean it's tinker taylor soldier spy that kind of stuff it's try not to get caught or you you lose gonna lose your life kind of stuff hmm. like the whole tone of rogue one it's the exact same way it was that's one thing that i liked about it so much because hmm. it's so dirty and run down and depressing and it's all because the empire's running stuff and right you see the, the birth of the rebellion come in hmm. it's freaking awesome Huh. So exactly when in the uh, timeline does this happen? Like, five years before right, Rogue One. Right, five years before Rogue yep. One. And each yeah. each season is supposed to be a year. The lead up to Rogue One. Yep. Really? So they're selling you you're going to get five seasons. I, no matter. I how well, the, the first time the first time that we meet Andor in Rogue One, he's this sort of like <laughs> hard ass uh, rebel spy. I mean mm-hmm. he. I mean, that first interaction he has in the movie, he's, he kills that guy. Right. <laughs> you know, I was like, sorry, got to go. <laughs> and, you know, but, you know, how he got to that point, how he made that journey is is really interesting because all through the first season, he's just trying to get away. I don't want to have anything to do with this. Yeah. I don't want I'm just get me on a beach somewhere because I don't want to be here. Kind of. That thing. was the thing in Rogue One. I really didn't care about him. But like what two two episodes into Andor, you really start caring about the poor guy. That that was my big thing. It's like I don't care about this character. Why am I going to watch a series about him? But again, like David's like the fourth person literally this week to be like it is fantastic. Mm-hmm. You need to watch. I mean, it, so. Tony Tony Gilroy, the the showrunner and the writer and stuff, he is so drilled into who that character is and and what his part is in the rebellion is. And that's what makes it work is like, yeah, who cares about Endor in Rogue One? I mean, he's just a guy that helps uh, Jen Erso steal the death plans to the Death Star. Yeah. But in any in anybody else's hands, it would have been a flop. And I'm telling you, the writing, the way that they do the tension, the way that they do all of the um, the fight scenes uh, the, and stuff, it's it's really well done. I mean. It's on crazy in it. Yeah, I mean those those bat those action sequences are on pair with on par with anything that you see in like the last couple of Mission Impossible movies. They're wow, that kind Seriously. of yeah. I mean it's really well shot. It's really well done. Check and it. And it's out. a lot of slow build up to those action sequences, <laughs> but once you get them, man, it's it's definitely gratifying. Sold, gentlemen. Yep. <laughs> Sold. I will buy your show. And it's a yeah, twelve, there's, see, 12 episode season too, which is nice because yeah, yeah, it's a long what's, watch. What's great about it is there are there are at least two characters in there that you just love to hate. They are they are drawn so well and they're <laughs> acting so well. And you're like going, Oh, every time they come on, you're like, Oh, I really hope that guy gets it for this thing. But, you know, <laughs> it's really it's really good. I, I can get behind a show that does that. You could see Saw Guerrero before he's that's what I was curious about. If uh, other characters show up in in the series that are from yeah, Rogue and, One, uh, Andy Circus is in it. He plays. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. shit! Yeah, he's a he's a prisoner uh, in a sequence when when Andor gets you know uh, stuck God, away. That so- whole prison part, jeez. <laughs> and what's really great? I mean, I don't want to give any away from these guys. These guys may want to plug their ears, but uh, no, it's that, all right. Go ahead. The tag scene at the end of the last episode. Mm-hmm. When it's getting put together, yep, that's what they were building in the prison. And I was like, "Holy shit!" I know. I never. <laughs> I saw articles that were saying, what, "Are we going to ever find out what they're building?" Yeah. And a lot of people were like, eh, "Probably not," but the sure shit they do at the end, and you're like, "What?" Uh, 
I'm going to go watch it. <laughs> you guys just talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> How about the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special? How would we all like that? I thought it was fun. I went into yeah, I it. thought it was fun too, but again, I think it's one of those things where I don't not I don't need to watch it again. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yeah, I don't think I will either. But there's one thing that maybe I missed. How did the Guardians become the owners or the purveyors of nowhere? Like that was a detail that just kind of like boom was in your face. And it's like, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Peter's running it now, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't explained anywhere else, or was it was I was not everyone that I've just seen, as surprised? No. I don't know, because, yeah, I don't know how they would have all of a sudden started running it. I don't know, because the the latest Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 trailer that dropped, which is amazing. Yes, it um, is. When they come out of the ship, they they have, uh, is it the Ravager badge that they're wearing? Yeah, I thought uh, so. I was trying to wonder, you know, trying to think, are, did it have anything to do with Nova or, or Nova Prime or whatever? Uh, but why are they wearing the Ravager badges? You know, what's, what's going on with that? And yeah, I mean, how did they get a hold of nowhere? Because is that where they went after they dropped Thor off? (laughs) 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 I don't, I don't know. I mean, again, I trust uh, James Gunn has it all worked out. So we'll see. What a, what a, uh, (laughs) that trailer was, I watched it like three or four times. Lots of emotions going around in that trailer. Yeah, I mean, it looks like we're going to get some big loss and the music they chose again. Yes. Holy shit. Yeah, I think on, as far as the big screen stuff that's happened for Phase 4, I think it's been hit or miss for for Marvel, this, for Phase 4. But with uh, Wakanda Forever, uh, the trailer for Guardians 3, and Quantumania... I think we're going to get back to that sort of phase three. Holy shit. Things are going to get really real. Now. I hope so. I've heard uh, a lot of articles talking about phase four is kind of breaking down what it's about. And it's really about all these, all these heroes that have been in phase four trying to find out like who they are and what their purpose is type of thing. So it's just kind of like a, a whole filler phase before you start getting back into the nitty gritty mm. again. Yeah, I just, I just felt it was very uneven for the most part because uh, Black Widow was okay, Shang Chi was great. I could care less about the Eternals. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it, jeez. Um, Multiverse of Madness and and Love and Thunder both pissed me off. So I, <laughs> I always think about that feeling, that build up, you know, from. I'd say it started, I mean, it was so cool to have Iron Man movies and Captain America movies, and it was even cooler to see an Avengers movie come out, you know, and then on top of that, multiple with all these other characters coming out of the woodwork, building up to Infinity War and Endgame, which was just such a rush. I mean, that's probably one of the biggest cinematic kind of releases I've ever experienced in my life. Mm -hmm. Am I wrong? No. Just like with the hype around it and how everybody was just, I mean, it was, it was you know, pop culture being laid out right in front of us. Being born. Yeah, but I don't think that that can probably ever be replicated, not even by the people who made it, you know? Like, that was a... They'll never get that wave up it that high again. It was a phenomenon. Yeah. yeah. The fact that there's still being, like, memes and, like, stuff, like, built off that, like, Jack shared one the other day where somebody had taken that, like, Avengers Assemble, and somebody had, like, 
photoshopped like all these other properties into oh, it, like yeah. freaking Star Wars, Jason Bourne running in yeah. there, <laughs> and at the end there's freaking uh, Jack Sparrow like running like what the hell's going yeah. on? The one of the Tie Fighters things, flying, the Tie Fighters and the T one thousand like sprinting yeah. up the field. <laughs> that was fantastic. Well, I, I think you know we're 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 at that sort of tipping point uh, where comics kind of get ridiculous. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. When you get to a certain point where there are so many special people in the world and they all you try to fit them all on a cover, it just gets crowded. It gets really sort of turns into uh, one of these. Yeah. I mean uh, that or Sergeant Pepper album. Yeah. <laughs> no, and, and it to try to get all of those people on screen at the same time and to give them enough time to make it feel uh pertinent or weighty or or whatever. You, you're not telling a story then you're just sort of like showcasing oh here's yeah. your favorite or whatever and, and like a spider-man three thing you get too many villains yeah, you, mm, you yeah. get you get information overload you just your brain just kind of shuts down you're like well i don't i, I don't know it's just a bunch of four color heroes running around and i don't know all right. Uh, I, mean, I, what I, else? Thought, I thought the holiday special was fun. I thought you know Kevin Bacon <laughs> was hilarious and stuff. And but again, it was one of those things. So well, I'm glad I watched it. But and and the same thing with the little group shorts. I'm like, oh, these are fun. But I haven't I watched have... any of those. Are they good? are they worth watching? They're three minutes. So. Yeah, I mean they're not very long. You know, if you got you know seven or eight minutes to sit through them, and you know, yeah. I mean, there's only one line. I am Groot. You know? Yeah, it's <laughs> not a lot of dialogue. I, mean, I think I think it's very interesting that this new Groot that we're getting is not like the first Groot from the first movie. I don't know if yeah. I like the new Groot. He's stacked. He's bought. Maybe that's why I'm so used Full to the long, up, right? lanky tree guy. I mean, the, this whole swole. <laughs> I don't know what is he doing to work out like that. Right. <laughs> He's a young, firm tree. When I first saw him, I thought. I didn't even think it was Groot. I was like, why do they have another Groot species? Yeah. Groot's supposed to be the last one. And then I found out it was Groot. I was like, oh, oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if Vin Diesel went up to him like, you think we could have him have a little more tone this time around? I want to actually anybody, be in the movie. I don't know how anybody felt about sort of like the curveball about Mantis being Peter's sister. That's what it was. I, there was something else I knew I was forgetting. That kind of made sense. I mean, why she was there in the first yeah. place, but... I mean, having to have it spelled out for everyone, it was just like, oh, okay, I guess. Why so Peter wouldn't I ever thought? Did did Ego create her just to serve him, or was she like one of the failed uh, attempts to mate, like like he was doing with Peter's mom and all the other children? Her, explana- her explanation in the in the second Guardians movie, I don't know if it contradicts what she says in the holiday special, but uh, apparently he. He only kept her around for her powers, I think. Yeah, but I, I think she says he he found her and and opened her cocoon or something like that. But in this one, she's like, "Yeah, he's my dad," and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> <Where did> they- <laughs> yeah, you get catch the uh, God of War line in it when they were out when they were in stealing Kevin Bacon. Someone was, was like, "Is that Kratos?" Talking about Drax. <laughs> I've never seen God. I've never played God before. I wouldn't know that. Anyway. <laughs> I was cracking up <laughs> after I beat up the GoBot. I think. Yeah, there's some other details in there, like when they're on the um, <clears throat> Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood, talking to all the like um, characters on the street. 
Oh, there right. are there are posters for Kingo from the guy the uh, the guy from the Eternals, uh, the Bollywood star from the Eternals. Oh, oh right. was there? I didn't even catch it. Yeah, that. yeah. There are posters for him up on the wall. So <laughs> yeah, I totally missed that. And then the part where Mantis brought out her fully adult son. <laughs> her son. <laughs> he got it. <laughs> nice callback. Nice. <laughs> from the Hulk. From the Hulk. He so, was making a joke, Jack. Oh. Joke. <laughs> I'm glad David got it because it was like crickets. I'm like, oh shit, I fucked up. <laughs> I don't remember that. Did I fall asleep? <laughs> the, uh, we haven't seen Wakanda forever, David. Was it? Was it good? Yeah, it was. Uh, and uh, they do something very interesting in that movie, which again. I'm not sure why they're making these choices uh, about having a lot of interconnected relationships between characters that we see in other things like Everett Ross. Oh, gosh, what's the character, the actor's name? Um, he was in the first Black Panther movie. The the Oh, Martin Freeman. Yeah, Martin Freeman. His his character <laughs> has a relationship with uh, Ju- uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus's character that was introduced. What? Uh, uh, in uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and in the Black Widow movie. <laughs> so that's very interesting that, you know, they sort of like pair these characters together in very interesting ways. But it was very, very cool how they did the whole Namor thing. I mean, when Namor and his people first show up, it's like a freaking horror movie. It's awesome. It's it's going to pull at your heartstrings if, if you love Chadwick Boseman because they really do him right the way they pay homage to that character shuri's growth from the snarky super intelligent girl that she was in the in the black panther movie to this one is amazing it's awesome and it just sort of like again peels back one of those layers that felt like this is a phase three movie not a phase four movie Hmm. and that the tone that ryan coogler had for it was like okay now this is a Marvel movie. Do you know what I mean? Gotcha. It was really good. Yeah. I cannot wait to see it. Oh, our weekends just got busy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because we were going to go see it opening weekend, but that we had never plans. happened. Yeah. Well, we, we both started new jobs at. Well, that that's, yeah. <laughs> so. And then I was working mad overtime. Yeah. Oh, I want to see it. I hope it's on. Uh, I hope they do it like Black Adam and just put it on uh, Disney Plus pretty quick. Yeah, I think it's coming sometime in January. So Awesome. Cool. Uh, what else? I guess that's all I really had to cover. Randy, I know you had some stuff. Yeah, I've got a couple of Christmas movies, and uh, I, I don't know if you guys have seen one. Have seen them? Uh, I haven't seen one, but have you seen the uh, new uh, sequel to uh, the Christmas Story? A Christmas Story oh, story. Oh, no, I heard no. that was. I heard that was really good. What about yeah. you, David? Have you seen it? I get. You know, it's like Hocus Pocus too. I saw it. You know, I knew of it, but I was like, I'm, I, I'm good. That's fair. I, uh, it was one of those movies. I just, I, my parents would make us watch every Christmas Eve growing up. So it was Your like parents hammered. and TBS with yeah, their marathon. Yeah. So <laughs> it's on my radar to watch this week. I'll give it one shot. And I heard, I've heard some really good things about it, but well, I uh, think it's that they brought back all the original actors. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's Ralphie and the kids that he went to school with. So that's cool. Yeah. From what I saw, it's like the first movie is all about being a kid and it being a Christmas this one is about being a grown up and having to deal with Christmas for right. your family. Yeah. So, I, I heard somewhere it's it's kind of stepping into his dad's shoes too because I think his dad has passed in this movie. 
Yeah, I think yeah. he so, passes yeah. in the beginning or something like that. That's what the trailer really makes it up to be. I mean, that's what he that's what his narration is. Like, Dad made it look so easy. No, it's all on me. Wah, wah. You know? <laughs> but um the one thing I didn't like about it, I mean, it's very cool to see all those characters back, but it like it showed them as adults still like double dog daring each other and stuff. <laughs> no, like, yeah. eh, eh. <laughs> and like when they there's a quick shot where it shows Ralphie taking his kids to the mall to see Santa. And it's same the exact same. mall, exact <laughs> same like thing you have to climb oh, with the slides. Like, yeah, nothing right. has changed. <laughs> well, I don't think this would be set modern day, though, right? Because the original was set like in the 50s. Late 50s yeah. It doesn't have to be set modern day, though. I mean, from the time he was a little boy and got well, kicked down yeah. that slide to the time he's an older dude with his own kids and family. You'd think that display yeah, changed fair. it a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit. Like you might move a package. Might be some kind right. of lawsuits. No man, pushing I'm, kids down slides. I've been in some small towns and nothing changes, man. <laughs> yeah. Touche. The other thing, and uh, this might be on your radar, David, is uh, my kids were watching just a random Netflix movie uh, the other day. It was a, a retelling of a Christmas Carol. Uh, well, my wife and I were putting up Christmas decorations, and uh, it got to the part with Christmas present. And uh, a song came on that really made me stop because it was uh, the one of the songs from the 1970s Scrooge with Albert Finney that is like my oh. absolute favorite. And I got listening to it. I'm like, that's the dialogue from that movie. Turns out that this Scrooge movie that Netflix put out is like a retelling of the 1970s Albert Finney movie with all the music and stuff like that. And huh. uh <clears throat> which really excited me because I cannot get my kids to watch the original seventies one black just because it's it, it well it's not black and white yeah. it's just so dry dry that yeah. they just lose interest <laughs> in it but they were hooked on this one so David if you got time check it out because it's, it's I will it's, I will because the Albert Finney one is like that that is a movie that sits in my heart I love yeah. that movie yeah. now they've they've kind of taken some creative liberties with it but a lot of the songs are the same the the feelings kind of the same. It's yeah. geared more towards a younger audience, but it's the songs are I, all I have, rap. I haven't, I haven't seen Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell's Spirited, which I guess is like their take on Bill Murray's Scrooge or whatever. But oh, that's uh, right. oh, is that what it is? Mm -hmm. It's a musical too. Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, it, it, it's the it's the Christmas Carol story where Ryan Reynolds is the Scrooge character, and again, it's sort of like it. <laughs> the way they pitch it is like this happens every year. There's always one of you. There's always a Scrooge somewhere. <laughs> You know that we have to teach this lesson to, and I'm like, okay, Elon Musk, maybe you're <laughs> freaking you, dude. And I had one more, and this isn't movie related, but it, it kind of got me going. So I was starting to mess around. I'm like, I rebuilt my computer and did a few things, and I wanted a screensaver, like a holiday screensaver. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna try and find some pictures of like old toy catalogs just to have like cycle through as my screensaver. Ended up finding this website, which is uh, wishbookweb.com. What it is is somebody has taken every single J.C. Penney's wish book what? and scanned the entire book. I mean, there's how far back it goes back to like the early 60s. Holy and shit. The last one is like 96. And there's some years that are missing. But, dude, it's I started looking that through those. Cool. You, have to, you have to send me that link. OK, we'll do. Is it the whole catalog or? Just yeah, like no, it's all 500 and odd pages of it like you could see the racy 
Bra. Oh, I was yeah, just yeah. going to say the toy, the toys <laughs> section, and the lingerie section. Yep, man. yep. <laughs> my brother, my brother and sister and I used to fight over who gets to read that, and yep. you know we sit on the couch and just page through that thing and just like, oh, I want that, I want that. Yeah, we had there was a few that came out. There was a J.C. Penny one. I think Sears had one mm-hmm. too. So yeah, whenever the, my sister or I had one, then the other sibling got the other book, you know. But <laughs> J.C. Benny's was where it's at. Yeah. Their ladies were much prettier. And Harold Day today. <laughs> uh, it's painful, too, seeing the prices of some of those toys. It's like the original Ninja Turtles were on sale for like, like four, four bucks or something yeah. like that. Yeah, you know, but like, minimum wage was probably like yeah, three bucks, too. <laughs> Ten bucks back in 1972 was probably worth like, what, $35 today or something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. that. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I've seen some of those original Ninja Turtles with a three ninety nine sticker on them, like from Hills or something. Yeah. You know? Well, I'll get you that website link, David, and we'll throw it up on our social. Awesome. So any of our listeners that are getting snowed in the next couple of days can just sit back and <laughs> yeah. relive the glory days. Yeah. yeah, I I saw the Amazon book come in the mail. That's kind of like their version yeah. of mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> just wasn't doing the same thing for me. I don't know. There's something about that book that just had everything in it. Because it had everything in it. <laughs> yeah. It gave the Bible a run for its money, dude. That thing was That's sick. Thick, that, was sure a, was. that was a big book. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think anybody paid for that thing. It just showed up at your house. Yeah. yeah. Some trees paid for that thing. Yeah, they did. <laughs> With their lives, but... <laughs> <laughs> I am Groot. No, <laughs> you are catalog. Now you're a book. <laughs> All right. Well, that was fun. Good to catch up, and been we've been wondering your opinions, especially like Jack was saying uh, with Werewolf by Night, because the only reason that was ever on our radar is from you. Yep. You told us it was coming before they had even yeah. announced it. I'm like what? So, all right, guys. It's that time of the episode where we put another log on the fire and get cozy here in the Candare Christmas cabin as I read you another story from the Marvel Holiday Special. How many more have we got in there? <laughs> a lot. Is there? <laughs> There's quite a few. We've done that the past three or four years or something like that. Something like that. But So this one <clears> is <throat> the very first one in the book. It's an X-Men Christmas story called A Miracle a Few Blocks Down from 34th Street. See what they did? Yeah. Mm-hmm. See what they did? Oh, oh, oh shit. All right. So <laughs> I think it's corner. interesting. You know, if you did live in a superhero universe at some point, you're going to run into like talking candy canes and stuff. I was like, what? How did yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong. You are not wrong. So this comic starts with uh, at Xavier's mansion. And you see the X-Men, you see Banshee, Storm, Nightcrawler, uh, Colossus, and Wolverine decorate the tree. Well, everyone except for Wolverine. He's sitting there with a cigar in his mouth, uh, reading the Daily Bugle. Love how they do that stuff. Oh, yeah. uh, Colossus is like, Wolverine, will you not be joining us in the festivities? <laughs> like, <laughs> I have even less use for Christmas than I do for you, bub. And he just kind of keeps that demeanor through the whole thing, you know. And they, they make a point to let you know that uh, Gene and uh, Scott and uh, Moira are out Christmas shopping and mm-hmm. that everybody's supposed to meet up in Rockefeller Center uh, for their Christmas Eve ice skating celebration kind of a thing they're going to be doing. But what's that? All of a sudden, Cerebro starts... It has picked up the most powerful mutant it's ever detected in New York City 
near Rockefeller Center. Son no, it was maybe bitch. it was in Times Square. I can't remember exactly where it was. Somewhere not far off. And quickly the X-Men are like, well, we've got to go find this mutant. We could recruit him. <laughs> it was pretty selfish, actually, their, their, motive, their motive. But that's where they went. Like, we could recruit him, have the most powerful mutant on our side. So it cuts over to uh, the it's like at a mall or something, and uh, where this powerful mutant's supposed to be, and the Brotherhood is there as well. The Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Blob, Toad, and I can't remember who else is there. Is but... that who that is in the red and green Blob? Yep, yep. And a little kid comes yeah. up to him and says, "Hey, Santa." You're much fatter than I thought you'd be. Where's your beard and red suit? <laughs> and Blob does not take kindly. I got a present right here for you, kid. And here's one for your mother, too. <laughs> but uh, all of a sudden, Toad's like, whoa, 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 don't mess with that kid. Look over there. The X-Men are here. They must be here doing the same thing we are, trying to find this mutant to recruit to our side. Most powerful mutant. And next thing you know, they all recognize each other. And just like that, you know, here's another example. If we had superheroes in real life, David, like you were saying, they just break out into an extraordinary fight in the middle of the mall, which I'm sure probably had to leave some casualties. But it kind of just goes through the rigmarole of showing how like Colossus punching Blob and he's not moving. He's like, typically that would send you back to the mother country. And Blob's like, I don't move unless I want to move, man, you know, kind of stuff. <laughs> so in the middle of the fight, things start seeming odd. Like Storm seems to be, looks like she's back home in uh, Kenya, like on the, on the plains. You see drafts around. She's like, what the hell is going on? I thought I was just in a fight. Was that all a dream? No, I'm wearing my Storm get up. How did I get here, you know? And then it cuts to back to the fight where you see uh, all of a sudden Blob and Toad and all the Brotherhood just kind of disappear <laughs> and fall into like action figures. They fall to the floor as action figures. Okay. Now, the store Santa that was there while all this fighting's going on heard why they were fighting, you know, heard what was going on. After the most powerful mutant. Oh, oh shit. I know where oh, this is going. Oh, shit. Ho, 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 motherfucker. <laughs> oh, shit. And so, you know, there was something I didn't read at the very top conversation between Banshee and Nightcrawler talking about how Storm hadn't been back home and, you know, where she's originally mm. from for Christmas in years. I thought you were going to say Wolverine didn't believe in Santa. My bad. Well, I'm sure he didn't. But, you know, they're like, what's going on? Like, is this how action figures are made? They're just zapped down from real people? And Colossus is like, I hope we, there's no X-Men figures then. And this Santa walks up and picks them up and says, oh, I'm going to have trouble getting rid of these toys, you know. And uh, there's some quick exchange like, hey, you know, we're looking for this mutant, uh, Mr. Kringle. The name's Kringle. It's, it gets kind of corny there. I'm not going to lie, but... <laughs> You see Santa uh, say, mutants choosing side now during the uh, season to be jolly? Not likely. But I'm sure when you find what you're looking for, it will be right under your nose. And he puts his finger next to his nose. Some fucking magic happens. And it explains that seconds later, everybody is back together in Rockefeller Center, uh, meeting up to do their ice skating without any memory of what had just happened the whole fight with the Brotherhood. So 
obviously, as you've already deducted, <laughs> Santa was the mutant. Yeah. That, that tricky motherfucker. <laughs> but um, I, I just wonder if he... Did he just kill? Did Santa kill the Brotherhood? I don't know. I think he had one of Will Smith's little flashy thingies and just mind Well, that's what them. he did to the X-Men, but he turned the Brotherhood into action figures and said, oh, I don't know what kids are going to want to play with these. Like, was that just the end just of the Brotherhood? Turned, destroyed them. <laughs> it's a powerful mutant. Yeah. There it was from the Marvel Holiday Special, A Miracle a Few Blocks. Yeah, so that's, that's a big question. Did uh, Santa get snapped um, in the blip? Oh, oh my mm, God. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, because I mean he's he's in the MCU if he's a mutant, right? Yeah. Yep. David, you just I'm not going to get any sleep tonight now. <laughs> Wheels of spinning. How many all of the reindeer night. didn't make it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look at this cover chipping and stuff. We pull, uh, just from all the mileage. all the stories we've told through it, and many more to come. So. I hope there's more of these. Are there more of these? Because this is issue one. There's got to be a two, three. There, I know there's a DC one. No. <laughs> <laughs> nah. That's no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Superman and Santa going toe to toe for some reason. All right. We're going to jump to a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to be playing some Christmas games. Stick around. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, we are back from commercial break, uh, continuing our Christmas celebration, and this is the part of the episode, gentlemen, where we play some Christmas games. And I'm, I'm excited to play this year, though I didn't have a lot of time to put anything together. So, <laughs> Jack, I'm sorry. You've lost. <laughs> but you, are, you lost. Okay. <laughs> David wins. <Damn>. The end. <laughs> See you next year. <laughs> but no, um, we're going to be playing a very extended version of Christmas 20 Questions. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jack. I knew, I knew, I knew your face would melt uh, as soon as I said that. But, you know, it's just, a, it's just a fact of the matter. I'm sorry. So let's take a look at some of our prizes, okay? Sure. So we already know what third place gets. It's the it's the shabbily wrapped gift in the crappy Usually in paper. A paper bag with a twine bow or something like Not, that. Not you don't even get fucking twine in here. <laughs> Just the paper. <laughs> but all right. So uh, there's a prize for each finishing place. First and second, I'm going to leave it up to whoever wins first to decide what they want cuz they're kind of interchangeable prizes, all right? Okay. So, the first prize is a pop vinyl of Drax from Ooh. the Guardians Holiday Special. Oh, oh nice. Hey. Show that to David if you could. Uh, he's nice. holding his little inflatable elf guy. Actually, stand up here. You suck as Vanna, Jack. I know. Nice. And some Swedish fish. Oh, oh. 
So that's one of the prizes. The second is a box of Sour Patch Kids. Oh. And the uh, DVD copy of the entire series of Watchmen, the HBO series oh, Watchmen. Nice. Oh, nice. Hey. So, uh, you know, I thought those were both pretty cool gifts. And again, whoever gets first place can decide which of those they want. I don't have a DVD player, Clark. You you definitely have a fucking DVD player. You have consoles. Shut up. I want my movie back, damn it. And then the third place. Oh, horribly oh wrapped. Oh, that looks wrinkly. like it fell off the back of an Amazon truck. I kind of tried to Sat make it in the rain that this week. That's a good idea. Just I should have it left it in the rain for a week. Oh, maybe a copy next of year. Cocaine Bears, that that is. Cocaine Bears. <laughs> oh, my God. It is so funny you said that. I am so excited to see that movie. I think Same it's going to be yeah. fun as hell. I cannot There's, wait. Actually, I think a museum in I think in Tennessee that has a stuffed cocaine of, of bear? the cocaine bear. Yeah, like the actual bear is yep. taxidermed. Yep. Wow. They just took one of those like stuffed ones is outside like all the Indian reservations and just like, <laughs> yeah, just powder on his face. dusted his face <laughs> off. That's a cocaine bear right there. <laughs> Authentic as hell. Look at his nose. <laughs> Elvis has been replaced with a cocaine bear. <laughs> oh, okay, oh, yeah. guys. Thank you very much. Rub it his gums. <laughs> Licking his gums like <laughs> All right, so these are your prizes to contend with for. And I've got one more surprise for you guys, okay? Oh, boy. You ready? Mm-hmm. We're not playing 20 questions. Yes. <laughs> 40 questions. <laughs> you get two picks. 21 questions. We're 65 questions. Oh. No. <laughs> We're doing something we've only done one other time in the history of Candare. Oh, oh, shit. We're playing Christmas Street Smarts today. You remember what that is? Oh, yes. Are you excited? Yeah, I am. Okay, cool. For people who don't know what Street Smarts <laughs> is... It's a show that uh, used to be on uh, the WB, it was a game show, where they bring in, uh, how to explain this, they ask people on the street a question, and then the people playing the game have to guess whether the people they asked the questions got it right or wrong. Right. Yeah, they wager whether the person said yes or got it right or wrong. Does that make sense, David? Sure. I'll take that as a no. <laughs> so, so we're basically, I, 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 horse... learn, I learn as I play. So there you go. So okay. we're, we're You'll basically get it doing like first... a, a horse race, but with Christmas trivia. Essentially, you're just going to be sitting here guessing whether the recordings I have of people answering these questions get it right or wrong. So, okay. Yeah, it was just me and Jake last time when we did play yeah. this one. That was yeah. our 100th episode, maybe, I think, or something. 200, 200 I think. Something like that. So, all right. <clears throat> well, let's get this going. Let's meet... The three people, the three answerees who answered all these Christmas questions. And um, these are questions that I have asked you guys in past Christmas episodes. So you'll, they're questions you've heard before, but okay. you don't have to answer them. You just have to see if they got them right, right. or wrong. And I thought this would be a better way to do the game for David because last year it was like who could ever answer the quickest. And, mm -hmm. and I think David's at a disadvantage being in Texas and <laughs> not... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We don't even look at the screen. Let's see if David has got the answer. Yeah, it's because you guys have me on like a three-second delay. So. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't work out. I hadn't thought about that. So now everyone has equal, fair opportunity. Okay. All right. So let's meet 
our answer E's. All right, I'm gonna do this like I did then. I'm just gonna play it on the computer and wheel my mic in close to it. So <laughs> David, pay attention. Let me know if you can hear this well or not, okay? Okay. All right, here's the first answer E. All right, can you introduce yourself? Hey, my name is Josh Bellis. I'm an <laughs> avid movie watcher, play video games in my free time. I do a little bit of voice acting. And uh, did I mention I like movies? <laughs> I think you did, and I even knew before you mentioned it. And I'm glad yeah. you do, because we have very similar taste. And you're right a good on. voice actor. Oh, thank you, thank you. All right, so that's good friend of the show, Joshua Bellis. And uh, again, David, I don't want you to think, because some of these people we may or may not know, we know some of them, but I can promise you we've never sat down and be like, what do you know about Christmas? You know, so <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody's at a at the same advantage. Could you hear that okay? I, I could, yes. Wonderful. All right, so let's meet our uh, second answeree. All right, can you introduce yourself? Yes, hi, I'm Harold. Um, I have two podcasts, one called Ain't That's the Truth and another one called Lover's Rendezvous. And I'm here to have some fun. Yes, you are. And you got some good podcasts yourself, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Harold. All right. That was Harold Daniel, also known as Big Main. Big Another Main. podcaster. <laughs> uh, podcast Ain't That the Truth, which is really good. And Lover's Rendezvous, which is kind of like a chill R&B show. But he's a good friend. Been a big supporter of uh, Candare, so... Awesome to have him on board. All right, let's meet our third answeree. All right, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, what's up? It's Spanish co-host of the Game Fix podcast. <laughs> and uh, just happy to be here. Glad to have you back, man. Absolutely. All right, and once again, that was our good friend Spanish, one-third of the Game Fix podcast. A great show. Uh, check him out at GameFixShow.com. He was on the first time when he did this. Yeah, that's why I wanted to get him back, because yeah. he had some uh, awesome answers. So, all uh, right. Pulled I that just, one I out of his ass. I just, I just caught a glimpse of the Mel Brooks shirt you're wearing, and that is freaking awesome. <laughs> what, what's really funny, David? There you go. Oh, my God. These two. They do this all, all the, the time. time. Yeah, this was yeah. not planned. This just always happens. I told him I wouldn't care today. I just flashed sword on. I'm in the holly, holly jolly season. Okay, so our first category is who knew it? You guys have to uh, decide which of the three people got correct the uh, question I asked all three of them. All right, let me get names down here. Our high tech scoreboard. Don't need it to be high tech idiot so he's gonna get everything wrong i hope he's what? listening to this too well of course he's listening why are you calling him an idiot he's a moron you guys got some shit going on between no. you i don't know about no he's he knows i love him okay good he used to see the text we got back and forth <laughs> I don't uh, know. i'd rather not <laughs> okay and each correct answer is worth 100 points and at the end there's a uh, a the wager of death that you're gonna have to do where uh you'll just see when we get there okay okay death the wager of death. All right. <clears throat> the first thing I ask Josh, Harold, in Spanish is, what is the name of Rudolph's girlfriend? Do you guys know the answer to that question? Yes. What is it? Clarice. It is Clarice. Did you know that, David? I can't recall it, but yes, I knew it, but I, I could not recall it in the moment. I was thinking, Claire? Is it Claire? No. Something I'd have given you 50 points. <laughs> <laughs> Half of it. <laughs> 
But okay, so who do you guys think got it correct? Was it Josh, Harold, Spanish? And you guys can all, you don't have to come to a collective answer. You all can choose who do you think got it right. Are we going to go like around the table? Sure, or? Randy, kick us off. Uh, my, my money's on Big Main. On Big Main. Yep, that was that's mine too. <laughs> Jack and Randy said Harold. What about you, David? I'm going to go with Josh. I'm going to go with Josh. Very good. All right. I could see Josh getting it, but I think Harold. Yeah. Still. All right. Well, let's see what Josh had to say first. All right. What is the name of Rudolph's girlfriend? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, well, Christina. Oh, my God. <laughs> Christina. No, no she let me down. It was Clarice. Clarice. Uh, Clarice. Ooh, I never, I never thought of that. <laughs> I'll never look at Rudolph the same, and Rudolph will never look at Clarice the same again. Yeah, <laughs> we just went silence of the lambs up in this bitch. All right, yeah, so Rudolph Josh did Clarice. not get it. Uh, no points there. Let's see what Harold had to say. What is the name of Rudolph's girlfriend? Mandy. No. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> Mandy. Now, <laughs> right. I didn't know she had a girl. I didn't know he had a girlfriend, but her name was Clarice. Oh, okay. That's Hannibal's girl, Clarice. There you go. Oh, there it goes again. Where's Rudolph, Clarice? They all three did the Clarice thing did independently. Yeah, they, really? yep, oh, they all did it. But okay, <clears throat> so no points for anyone there. So Dave? Spanish got yeah. it. Spanish got it. Did you want to hear what he said? Yeah, sure. What is the name of Rudolph's girlfriend? Hello, Clarice. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I got a foot in my mouth way, now. Yes, Clarice is correct. You have a foot in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone is still at zero. Hey, we're all tied. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's go to the second question in uh, Who Knew It? In the first Home Alone, where are the McAllisters going on vacation when they leave Kevin behind? Who knew it? Was it Josh? Was it Harold? Was it Spanish? Randy? Josh totally got that. Josh, what do you say, Jack? I'm going to have to go back to Dave. Spanish. Spanish? Yeah. Josh Spanish, what about you, uh, David? I'm going to go with Spanish, too. Well, let's see what... You said Josh, Randy, yeah. correct? Let's see what Josh had to say. In the first Home Alone, where are the McAllisters going on vacation when they leave Kevin behind? Oh, well, we just watched the second one, like, a couple days ago. And they're going to Florida in that one. And they go and it rains, and it's a bummer. But in the other one... He stays. They go to France, don't they? But Paris, they do. That is correct, yes. my boy. <laughs> so Randy got a hundred points right there. So let's see what Spanish had to say. In the first Home Alone movie, where are the McAllisters going on vacation when they leave Kevin behind? Florida. I think it's Florida. Oh, oh, geez, they're not wrong. They went to Florida in the second film. Oh, that's what it was. In the first one, they went to Paris. <laughs> you hear him mumbling under his breath yeah. a little bit at the end of that one. All right. So we are at Randy with 100 points. Lost faith in Spanish. Oh, you're only two in. Come on. All right. Question number three, and who knew it? What words follow Silent Night in the song? 
Who knew it? Josh, Harold, or Spanish? David Vaughn, you tell me first. Who who do you think got it? I'm going to go with Harold. What about you? Harold's a musician. I'm going to go with Harold. What's the question? <laughs> Harold's a musician? Well, yeah, he does like the SoundCloud thing. Big main. That's podcasting. Oh, my bad. Well, still, I will still. Maybe he dabbles in music. I mean, he has <laughs> podcasts about music. So. Okay, well. Close yeah. enough. Yeah. All right. What's the question? <laughs> No, what words follow Silent Night in the song? Uh, Josh. Josh. Yes. Josh. Josh yep. You said Harold. Harold and David said Harold, correct? Yes. All right. Harold and Josh. Let's see what Harold said first. What words follow Silent Night in the song? Holy Night. Boom. Damn. So that is a correct answer for Randy. And David. And David, correct. Thank you. I need help. I've got a lot of things I'm juggling over here. Thank I'll take you. 100, too. No. <laughs> you get nothing. Okay, and then we still Did have... Josh get it? <clears throat> Let's see. What words follow Silent Night in the song? Uh, silent Night. All is bright. Oh, my God. Huh? <laughs> huh? <laughs> Wow. Boy, I'm gonna give him some crap. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> uh, you better get your ass in gear, Jackie Boy. Good gosh. All right. The final question in the category Who knew it? What's the name of the Grinch's dog? Then, I know. Uh, who do we I might think? have to go with Spanish. Okay. David? Spanish. Spanish and Randy. I'm going to go with Josh. And Josh. Is his name Sam? It's Max. Max, Max, that's right, yeah. Max Max. is the correct answer. Yeah. Okay, let's see what Josh had to say first. What's the name of the Grinch's dog? Oh, I know this. (laughs) You better. The first name that comes to mind is Einstein, but that's uh, (laughs) Doc Brown's dog. Yeah. (laughs) That's true. Come on, Randy. It is Oh. It's going to be, you're going to say it, it's going to be so obvious. I don't know. Uh, Shafid. Shafid. Thanks, Josh. The correct answer. No, it's not correct. Shafid is not right. It is Max. Max. I knew, I now can hear Jim Carrey saying it. Max. Exactly, it too. Uh, I still love you, Josh. All right, so that is an incorrect answer from Josh. No points for Randy. Let's hear what Spanish had to say. What's the name of the Grinch's dog? Um, Ralph. (laughs) Max. Max. Oh, I should have known that. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) I assume Harold got the right answer. Harold did get it. Do you want to hear that one? What is the name of the Grinch's dog? Max. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We got a Grinch fan on our hands, huh? It is. <laughs> <laughs> Cut and dry. Cut and dry. No points for anyone there. And that ends <clears throat> the uh, first category of who knew it. We now go into who blew it. Who got it wrong? Oh, that's right. You know, you know. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Who got it wrong? So the first thing I asked them was in the movie It's a Wonderful Life. What happens every time a bell rings? Do we know the answer to that, gentlemen? Yeah, an angel gets its wings. wings. All right. That's what I thought. I thought it to be very common knowledge. (laughs) Serious. (laughs) 
<laughs> so, all right. So Especially for anyone that watches TV and during the holidays, because that <laughs> always comes up and is always yeah, but played. Network TV has fallen off for a lot of people. Well, you know, that, for a yeah, long definitely. time. Like, because I, I don't they still play the Ten Commandments at Easter? When's the last time you saw that shit? I don't yeah, know. It's been yeah. a long yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> long time. But all right. So who do we think? Let's start with Randy. Uh, who do we think got it wrong? Got it wrong? Mm hmm. Sorry, Spanish, but I'm going to go with you on that one. Spanish. All right, Jack. Josh. Okay. And uh, David. Josh. And Josh. All right. Let's start with Spanish. See what he had to say. In the movie, It's a Wonderful Life. What happens every time a bell rings? Well, well let me, uh, uh, an angel gets its wings. Oh, yeah, I knew he would get that one. <laughs> I appreciate the Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> Jimmy Stewart. Like, like that. I don't have your money. I don't have your money. <laughs> You're just a big spider. <laughs> 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 oh, can we get more of that Jimmy Stewart, David? That was too good. Oh, yeah, you're sure. <laughs> Teleport to the command center. Zordon, played by Jimmy Stewart. The first time the world has heard Zordon as Jimmy Stewart. Like, holy shit. Uh. Uh, uh, look, 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 look here, reader. Uh, you're just messing things up here. <laughs> oh, my face. Oh, I hurt. I can feel that I've just turned red. <laughs> Thank you for my that, David. My are getting tired. Oh, man. Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> All right. Let's see, let's see what Josh had to say. Movie, It's a Wonderful Life. What happens every time a bell rings? Uh, I've never seen that movie. Oh, yes. Professed movie guy. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> something about angels, probably. Uh, does an angel get their wings? That sounds wow. corny enough to be true. That's it, man. Are you serious? I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm going to blow people's minds. I'm going to debate and switch over here. How can I do it on a purpose? I swear. He pulled a Spanish in the first one, so, the Iron Giant's voice. So he got it right, too. Yep. Um, wow. You got to hear what Harold said. Oh, no. In the movie, It's a Wonderful Life, what happens every time a bell rings? Commercial. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. <laughs> I'm sad to admit I've never seen that movie. You're not missing much. <laughs> I think it's it's expired. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I laughed so hard when he said that shit. Uh. All right, so no points there. I forgot Josh had actually got that wrong, and I start start writing yeah. people's points in here. I'm like, oh shit, wait. <laughs> All right, for the next uh, question, in who blew it? I ask, what is the highest grossing Christmas movie of all time? Who do we think got it wrong? Let's start with you, David. Do we know what the movie is? I don't know. Do you? Well, I can't think of what it'd be. Doesn't matter. You don't have to know. You just have to know if these guys got it right or wrong. <laughs> it's Home Alone. Oh. Harold. All righty. And what about Jack? Spanish. And Randy. I'm going to say Harold. And Harold. Team Harold. Let's go first. What is the highest grossing Christmas movie of all time? 
Yep. Boom. Wow. Go. Oh wait, no. We they. Oh, shit. No points any for yeah. anyone there. He got it. So let's see if Spanish did not uh, get this. Um, He's gonna say Die Hard. Watch. All right. Who was that? Was that? Was that Harold? Yeah, yeah, that, that was, Harold. was Harold. We didn't get any points. No. Uh... <laughs> what is the highest grossing Christmas movie of all time? Oh, I would say this is a complete guess. Home Alone? Yes! <laughs> Josh, <laughs> come on, I man. Like, I was like, that's the only one that, like, like, I was like, wow. no, I didn't think Josh because he was the movie guy. Yeah, yeah, same here. No, he definitely is the movie dude. But let's see what he had to say, just all the same. What is the highest grossing Christmas we'll movie the of all time? Christmas movie. Now, are we going to be picky about the diehard Christmas movie stuff? You don't have to answer that. Uh, I'm thinking no, out loud. No, no. Okay. This okay, is actually okay. a Christmas movie. Uh, elf. It's got to be Elf. That thing is everywhere. Well, right? I, you know, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't say that that was a bad answer. It was a good answer. Oh. It was a good answer, but unfortunately, a wrong answer. Oh, <laughs> <Damn>. Malone. Oh. <laughs> All right, so still no points. Hey, can, for... you, go, can you go ahead and read the score? Just Jack's score. Just so Jack has no <laughs> points. <laughs> we have David at 100 and Randy at 200. I just wanted to hear Jack's score. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, so let's move on to the next question in Who Blew It? In A Christmas Story, what present does Alfie receive from his aunt? Who blew it? Who got that shit wrong? Let's start with Randy. That's got to be Spanish, because Harold and Josh, I'm sure, probably knew that. We will soon find out, yeah, my friend. We will. We will. Jack. I have to say Josh. Josh and David. Who gets it wrong? Who gets it wrong? Harold. And Harold. We got everybody on the board for the first <clears throat> time. I like that. All right. Well, let's see what these people had to say. Let's start with Spanish. In A Christmas Story, what gift does Ralphie receive from his aunt? Is it, I, I don't know, it, was it the Dakota Rain or something? I, oh, no, though no, that thing was cool, too. I wanted that more than anything he got that Christmas. <laughs> but uh, a pink bunny suit. Oh, jeez, I feel stupid. Okay, right. All right, so that's 100 more points for Randy. Let's see what uh, Harold had to say. In A Christmas Story, what gift does Ralphie receive from his aunt? By... The pink rabbit pajama thing. Yep. Boom. You got it. Way to go, man. Way to go. <laughs> <laughs> the look of sincerity on I your know. face while you said that. I'm sorry, Zordon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see what Josh had to say. In the movie A Christmas Story, what gift does Ralphie receive from his aunt? I know this one. Oh, it's yeah. The- Bunny costume. That's it. A horrible bunny costume. Pink nightmare. Oh, pink nightmare. <laughs> That's the subtext for the subtitle for the film. Or the sequel, maybe. Or... All right. So, 100 points for Randy, which brings him up to 300. We have David in second with 100, and Jack still crawling across the floor, hoping that he doesn't go home with that brown paper package <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Lowest score wins, right? Like golf. No. <laughs> but there's wagers. So even if you do have a low score, you, you could still How wager. How can I wager if I have nothing? 
<laughs> That's a good point. I'm going to bet everything Randy has. Because I'm, I'm thinking that you're still going to get some of these at some point. Yeah, I so. hope so. Don't let me down. I don't know my friends very well. <laughs> that's just it. How often do you sit and talk jingle bells? You don't. Well, that's true. Yeah. You don't. <clears throat> All right. So for the final question, and uh, who who blew it? I ask, what toy are two rival fathers searching for in Jingle All the Way? We all know this. Turbo Man. Uh, yes. Okay. Just watched that the other day with my kids. So who didn't know that? Was it Josh, Harold, or Spanish? Let's start with uh, Jack. Mm, leaning towards Josh. That's your answer? Yes. Yes. Okay, David, how about you? <laughs> <clears throat> I'm going to go with Josh. Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't gauge that, that face you're making. Is that like I'm <laughs> over this damn game? Or is it... <laughs> There's somebody again. It's the movie guy thing. It's like, yeah, but he's missed like three movie questions. So, right? <laughs> uh, seriously. Right. Okay. And Randy, how about you? I feel like Josh and Spanish are both in my age range, and I know that movie real well. So I'm gonna go with Harold. Harold. Yeah. I've kind of thought I had that idea too. All right. Well, let's just start with Harold and see if he knew what it was. Double man. What toy are two rival fathers searching for in Jingle All the Way? Oh, I know this one. Turbo Man. Yes. <laughs> Turbo Man. My bad, Harold. My bad, dude. Good old Phil Hartman. So, no, no points for Randy there. <clears throat> Let's see what Josh had to say. What toy are two rival fathers searching for in Jingle All the Way? I haven't seen this. You oh, haven't seen God. The movie man over here has not seen Damn it, Josh. There's a lot of Schwarzenegger I haven't seen. Oh, oh. Let, me just, let me make a guess. Let me make a let me make an epic Hail Mary guess here. <clears throat> it's I'm thinking it's it's something uh something girly, something funny for Schwarzenegger to be looking for. Like a uh a pony, something like a pink pony or something. <laughs> I'm afraid it's not a pink pony. It was terrible. Where's my unicorn? Turbo man. Put him down. <laughs> I need my Twilight <laughs> Sparkle little pony. Turbo man is there. It. Get to the chopper. So <laughs> we got some points for Jack on yeah. the board finally. And some more for David. Now you can make a wager, Jack. Mm -hmm. See? <laughs> so that was the end of Who Blew It? We are now into the Pick Your Pony category, which... Uh, before I ask the question, you guys have to pick somebody and you stay with that person. Mm. And then after you hear the question, you have to say whether that person got it right or wrong. Does that make sense? Yep. Okay. Randy, pick your pony. I'm going with Josh. Okay. And uh, Jack? Spanish. Josh has failed me too many times in this one. <laughs> Can't wait to hear it. failed me for I the believe last in you, Josh. time. Josh. <laughs> and how about you, David? I'll go with Harold. We'll just... I love it. Cover the board. Cover the bases, right? Yes. Thank you. All right. <clears throat> Question is, where was the baby Jesus born? So, Randy, do you think Josh got that right or wrong? Oh, my wishbone brother would have thought of that. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to say he got that right. Got that right. Okay. Jack, what do you think Spanish did with that question? You think he got knew that or no? Yeah, he had to get that right. If he didn't get that right, 
He got it right. Okay. And David, what do you think? Did Harold get that one or miss that one? I think he got that one. He got that one. So is there a possibility like they all could have got it right or they all could have got it wrong in this round? Um, Some some of them. Okay, yeah. so it is a possibility. It's okay. a possibility, okay. but not likely. <laughs> okay. I know there's some of them. I just can't remember which. I recorded a lot more questions than I'm actually uh, giving that's out fine. here. No, so fine. I can't remember all of them. But, all right. So we're on the first pick your pony. <clears throat> Right, let's start and see what Harold had to say. Where was baby Jesus born? Bethlehem. Boom. No doubt. What if they say in a manger? Well, we'll see what happens <laughs> when that gets asked, actually. <laughs> Hang tight. That's 100 points for David right there. <clears throat> let's see what Josh had to say. Where was baby Jesus born? Okay, this is easy. Nazareth, right? In a manger? <laughs> In a barn? Bethlehem. <laughs> oh, whoops. Uh, he interned in Nazareth once he was not a baby. Jesus of Nazareth. Oh, Josh. Yeah, okay. Interned. <laughs> okay. It's all right, man. I still love you. No points for Randy there. And let's see how Spanish answered. Where was the baby Jesus born? In a manger in Bethlehem? Yes, sir. Hey, base is all up. covered there. Right on. <laughs> That should be 200 for you got both of those answers right No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now we have David and Randy tied at first place with 300 and Jack at 200. And let's move this right along, gentlemen. Out, I'm coming up. Pick your pony. We'll start with David. Spanish. Spanish. All right, Jack. I'm going to pick Harold. Harold and uh, Randy. I'm going to stick with my boy. Stick with Josh. All right. I asked them, what is the real name of the character Tim Allen plays in the Santa Claus? Uh, Randy, do you think Josh got that right or wrong? I think he got it right. I think you got it right. And uh, Jack, what about Harold? Believe in you, Josh. No, you got it wrong. You got it wrong? <clears throat> and David, what do you think Spanish did with that question? He got it wrong. <clears throat> got it wrong. All right. Let's see what happens. Let's start with Harold. What's the real name of the character Tim Allen plays in the Santa Claus? Uh, Nicholas Johnson. <laughs> uh, it's Nicholas Johnson from now on. <laughs> it was Scott Cowell. so confident in that answer. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was confident, wasn't he? <laughs> Nicholas Johnson. Give me my money. <laughs> There's no doubt. All right. So that was a correct answer for Jack. Let's see what Josh had to say. Tied it up. What's the real name of the character Tim Allen plays in the Santa Claus? Oh, oh I don't know that one. Oh, boy. Uh, but watch me guess it right. Uh, Jimmy Christmas. <laughs> Josh, you and I are going to have a long sit-down talk here, movie boy. Jimmy Christmas, but unfortunately it's not. It is Scott Calvin. Oh, yes, of course. Scott Christmas. <laughs> what I meant to say. Sorry, Randy, no points there for you. Let's see what, <laughs> let's see what Spanish did. What's the real name of the character Tim Allen plays in the Santa Claus? Alvin is his last name. Can I just go, what is, who is Calvin? Is that, no, this is not Well, Jeopardy. it's not Jeopardy first. Scott, but... Scott Calvin. <laughs> wow. Yes, yes, he got it. <laughs> 
You actually got it right. I, mean, I got no points. Thanks, Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> I, he had to have just watched that new movie or something like that because they just there was a new Santa Claus movie called the Santa Clauses or something. Isn't like it that? a series? Yeah. Yeah, there's oh, been, is it a series or? like a limited series on Disney Plus? Oh, or something? I don't know. Oh, I, I thought I it was a whole another movie. I thought it was too, but I thought it, I thought it, I thought I saw like an episode or two episodes now streaming or something. I, I thought don't you know. meant like a film series. My bad. Hmm. I don't know. It's like the fifth one or something. Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe I just read it wrong. All right, moving on. Uh, pick your pony, gentlemen. Pick your pony. Let's start with uh, Jack. I'm gonna go with. Spanish this time. Okay, Randy. I'm gonna stick with Josh. You're hanging in there until it happens. Mr. Movie Guy that doesn't know Christmas movies. <laughs> I have faith in him yet. <laughs> I think I'm a movie guy too now that I think. <laughs> I'm gonna Wait. class myself as a movie guy now. <laughs> Just kidding, Josh, man. <laughs> I still love you. <laughs> we all do. All right, David, how about you? I'm gonna bounce back to Harold, so we'll we'll have the bases covered again and Perfect. And David, do you think Harold got this question right or wrong? Three of Santa's reindeer names begin with the letter D. What are their names? You think he got it or didn't get it? Didn't get it. Didn't miss it. Harold May did not get two, but he might. He'll probably miss the third. Okay. <laughs> and uh, Jack, what do you think Spanish did with that question? He got it right. You got it right, man. It took me a minute because I was like, there is no three Ds. And then I just just realized that there is a third <laughs> Donner Dasher dancer. Yes. Yeah. What do you think Josh did with that one? You know what? Josh got it right. I'm going to have faith in him. All right. Let's start with Harold and see what he said. <clears throat> Three of Santa's reindeer names begin with the letter D. What are they? Donner. Dixon. Mm, no, you're thinking, that's, you're, <laughs> you're thinking of Vixen. And Demetrius. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. The uh, person that I follow, that's, that's the reindeer's name for sure. Demetrius. Demetrius reindeer. <laughs> Man, hero coming through. Man. <laughs> on Donner, on Demetrius. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> that's 100 points for David. Let's see what Spanish had to say. Three of Santa's reindeer name begins with the letter D. What are their names? Dasher, Dancer, Donner. Damn, you are good, son. <laughs> he did him quick, too. Yeah, he did. And yet, 100 more points mm -hmm. for you, quick. That's right. Let's see what Josh had to say. Aren't they the first three that he three? mentions? Uh, on Dasher, on Dancer, on Donner, and Blitzen. Isn't that the. The Donner's towards the end. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Dasher, well, Dancer, Prancer, Viction, Donner. Comet, Cupid, Cupid Donner, Donner, Blitzen. Blitzen. Yeah. Blitzen. Well, I haven't thought about that in a long now, time. Now, see, Josh, if you would have watched Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger, you would know this. <laughs> he might know it, actually. We haven't heard his response. Yeah. Let's see what he says. Same as reindeer names begin with the letter D. Name those names. Uh, I know Donner. Uh, Dasher? Yes. Uh, I don't know the last one. <sighs> Demetrius. Uh, Dudolf. Dudolf. <laughs> Donner, Dasher, and Dudolf. On Dudolf. On Donner. On Doodlebug. Dixon? No. It's not Dudolf, but I think I have a name for my next pet. It was, no, that one for free. <laughs> it was Dancer. Dancer. Why is that? Why is that so hard? 
See where blind faith gets you, Randy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no point there. In last place. <clears throat> All right. Pick your pony, gentlemen. Mm, I'm going to stick with Spanish. All right. Jack has Spanish. David, how about you? I'm going to stick with Harold. Harold. Randy. Well, odds are I'm going to get one of these right with Josh, so I'm going to stick with Josh. <laughs> I almost just started writing it before you said anything. <laughs> I ask uh, all three gentlemen, according to Buddy the Elf, the best way to spread Christmas cheer is... What do you think? Uh, how do you think Josh answered that one, Randy? He said Elf on one of his answers earlier, so I'm going to say he got that right. You think he got it right? Let's see if your Josh streak pays off. Jack, what do you think Spanish did? I think he got it right, too. Okay. So I have a feeling... And uh, David, what do you think Harold did? I think he got it wrong. I think he got it wrong. Alrighty, let's see what Josh had to say first. According to Buddy the Elf, the best way to spread Christmas cheer is uh, singing loud for all to hear. My oh, dude. Oh, man, another win. One out of four, eh? <laughs> well, in a game with 12 questions, those aren't great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, all right, let's see what Spanish had to say next. According to Buddy the Elf, the best way to spread Christmas cheer is... To sing for all to hear. Oh, you're so close. But... Wait, what is it? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's for singing loudly. Oh, <laughs> well, it still rhymed. It did right? still rhyme, but it could totally rhyme, be right. Totally right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so no points for Jack on Damn. that one. Oh, Jack and I are tied. <clears throat> Let's see what Harold said. According to Buddy the Elf, the best way to spread Christmas cheer is rob a couple of folks. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. That's all I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I gotta have a talk with him. Yeah. Virtual high five. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? David got some points. Which <coughs> puts David in the lead. You guys are dragging He's behind. He's at 500. You both are at four. Man. Brings us to the wager of death. Now. Oh, sudden death. All right. Okay. Here are your books. David, if you have a piece of paper and pen handy by chance. Sure. Okay. Been a while since we've used this. <laughs> what is it? It's my answer from last year. <laughs> is, yeah, they were kind of, they were dusty. I had to boil them off. <laughs> okay. So go ahead and uh, pick your ponies, gentlemen. Let's start with Randy. Oh, Josh. <laughs> okay. You either got to win this for me or you got to lose it for me, buddy. And uh, Jack, how about you? I'll stick with Spanish. Spanish and David? My man Harold. My man. man Harold. I like the way this is laid out. I like the way this is laid out. Okay, so then what I need you gentlemen to do then privately on your paper, uh, David, you have 500 points, and Jack and Randy, you each have 400 need you to wager an amount and then let me and then also write yes or correct or answered wrong to this. Who wrote Christmas doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas perhaps means a little bit more. So make your wager and rather that, that your uh, pony got it right or wrong. Man. 
Just hold on to that for the time being. Are we tearing it off, or are we just... Okay. Nope. Is everybody ready, then? Yep. Ready. All right, for the wager of death. Again, who wrote, Christmas doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas perhaps means a little bit more. Let's just go down the line. Let's see what Spanish had to say first. Who wrote Christmas doesn't come from a store? Maybe Christmas perhaps means a little bit more. Um, Dr. Seuss. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> All right, Jack, let's see. What you, would you say Spanish would do with that? Going home. <laughs> got it wrong. He said he would get it wrong. Oh, no, he got it right, and you wagered 300 points, which puts Jack at 100 points. All right, let's see. Let's see what Harold had to say next. Who wrote, Christmas doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas perhaps means a little bit more. J.C. Penny. <laughs> God. Oh, man. I, I, I wagered 200 and that he would get it right. So I that lost. you did. David, at 700 points, man, Randy. No, uh, no, no I, he got I, it wrong. He got what? it wrong. I said he would get it right. So I, I sub, you should tra- subtract. Oh, crap. You're right. I'm glad you guys are paying attention because my mind is scattered with this right now. So okay. It'd be 300 wouldn't it? It should be down to I wrote. oh sorry they wrote 500 sorry nope 300 okay <laughs> and that brings us down to josh let's see what josh faith said. in you man who wrote christmas doesn't come from a store maybe christmas perhaps means a little bit more who wrote that like an <laughs> author or like a yes hmm so not a, not a song because it, it, it rhymes in a way that feels like it could be like a good song but no it's not a song it's gonna be in a book uh, can, I, can you say that one more time? Christmas doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas perhaps means palpable. a little bit more. It's not whimsical enough for Dr. Seuss, I don't think. So, <laughs> who writes uh, Dr. Seuss? Man, those words you spoke were harsh. But that was a correct answer, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you need up the whimsy. <laughs> Josh got it correct. Let's see what Randy was predicting. So with Josh, my buddy, my dude, I would rather risk it all on him getting it right than risk it all on him getting it wrong. That's um, okay. Randy bet all his points, 400, that he would get it right. And right, he did. We have Randy sitting at 800 points. Randy is our Street Smarts winner. Congratulations, sir. All right, so yes, let's all applaud him. Yay! Thanks, Josh! (laughs) Which leads us up to Randy picking his prize. Would you rather have Watchmen and Sour Patch or Drax the Destroyer and Swedish Fish? And whichever you don't pick, we will mail to David, the other one. Trying to think which one David would want. What would you want more, David? Well, I know I definitely want the Swedish Fish. (laughs) Okay, then I'll go with the Watchmen and the Sour Patch Kids. You can interchange the candies, too, if that helps anybody. Yeah, I mean, if you want, if you want the Funko and and uh, I'll get the DVD, it doesn't matter. I mean, as long as I get the Swedish fish, that's all. Okay, all right. you got the fish. Coming. I'll take uh, Drax and the Sour Patch. Then we'll mix it up. Drax Patch, it is. Congratulations, Randy. Thank you. And congratulations to David, Watchmen, and Swedish Fish on the way to his house. Ooh, that series was good. By the way. I was gonna say you watched it and liked it, didn't you, Dave? 
I did. Yeah. Yeah. I watched some. I didn't see the whole thing, but what I saw was pretty damn good. Was it? Yeah. Which leaves <laughs> <laughs> this year's Robocroc. This is the next third okay. year in a row, I think. Was. I know. What did you say, David? Cocaine bear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish we had cocaine bear. What the hell is this? Poker Night. A horrible, unknown movie called Killer. Poker Night. <laughs> I tried to find the most weird-looking thing I could find. Is that a Christmas movie? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Killer Hand, so. Poker Night. Next year, I'm straying away from the DVDs for the bad gifts. I'm just going to... It's going to be really bad. So appreciate what I'm considering a bad gift this year, okay? It's got Ron Perlman in it, so... <clears throat> and Gustavo Fring from uh, Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah, there he is. But, yeah. <clears throat> again, uh, you know, being like $1.50 on a big lot shelf does not bode well. <laughs> Jack <laughs> trying to sell it to himself. Well. It's got Rob, Rob, Rob... How do you catch Ron a Perlman? killer when he's holding all the cards? Oh, shit! Poker night. Find out. Poker <laughs> night. <laughs> All right, well, with all that fun behind us, we're going to jump to a quick commercial, and then we're going to come back and do our gift exchange. So stick around. Are you tired of seeing your teen or young adult struggle on a path that clearly isn't the right fit? Is your teenager confused about which direction to take after high school? The future of work is changing rapidly, and our kids need to know all of the options available after high school so they're empowered to make the choice that is best for them. In each episode, we explore the latest trends that are shaping the opportunities of today and tomorrow. I'm your host, Betsy Jewell, and this is the High School Hamster Wheel Podcast. This is Alex Hasty, the host of Ohio vs. the World, an American history podcast. On Ohio vs. the World, we'll travel back in time with the authors, historians, and even witnesses to visit the most exciting, consequential, and too often overlooked topics that have shaped America's history. There seems to be an Ohio connection to so many important moments. When you said uh, Ohio versus the world, we did some damage. So join us and we'll take a deep dive to enlighten, educate, and entertain you as Ohio versus the world makes history fun again. All right, we are back from commercial. Guys, let's get to exchanging some gifts, all right? Yeah. All right. Randy, you going to play Santa? Let's see the right yeah, there. Yeah, I guess. I'll get that. He's got you. the hat. Yep, I got the hat. I got mm -hmm. the Candare custom Candare. Oh, I forgot. Oh, you, you know. I forgot about that. Yeah. What, was that like a bottle of white out in like a whole afternoon? <laughs> uh, you're not wrong. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> white paint pen. Hey, it works. Yeah. It works. All right, let's pass some stuff out here. All right. So. Uh, oh, shit. Here, let me get take these off. <sighs> oh. Got any Christmas plans, uh, David? What are you doing for the holidays? Uh, freezing my butt off. It's supposed to be like 70 degrees here. <laughs> Did you say 70? 7 degrees. Oh, okay, because they're about to slap you through the screen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it, no, it's going to be 7 degrees. Uh, mine, right? Yeah. Friday, Friday morning, I think. And then like 23 degrees Saturday morning. Uh, these are <laughs> Jesus. All three of us. Oh, okay. These are from Josh. Okay. Oh, that's right. So, all right. And David, do you have your packages by? Awesome. Unopened. Oh, shit, the way I like. Amazing wrap job. I, I pride myself <laughs> in my Amazon packaging. <laughs> but, 
Okay, I'm trying to think what we should do first. I think David went first last year. Who else? Who wants to go first this year? Uh, David can go first again. You want to go first, David? They're all open. Uh, you want me to open both of them or one at a time? Uh, what do you think? I can do one, go around. Yeah. Okay, yeah, let's no do that. If I can get this started. <laughs> We're really good rappers. That actually works well because yours is a two-parter. So. Oh, okay. These Wait. dice? Nice. They are. And I, can you hold hold them up to the screen? Because I'm like really afraid they didn't send the color pattern I had chose. I've been looking at getting me a new set. <laughs> really? Oh, you are a dungeon yeah. master, so. Good choice. Son. Oh, they're metal. That's very cool. And they're supposed to kind of have the Zordon color scheme to them, where the the numbers are like the Zordon blue. But I'm I'm just praying that what showed up at your house is what it actually looked like. <laughs> Yeah, the the blue's there. Sweet. Okay, good. But it's like yeah. it's like outlined in in like metal. Is that how they are? Like the whole thing is metal, and then the <clears throat> number is like that Zordon color mm. blue, like the same blue that's on those challenge yeah. coins that we got from David. Very cool. Good. Um, good. Happy, happy, <laughs> joy, joy. All right, Jack, why don't you go next? Which one? I'll uh, do that one first. Socks, ASMR. Oh my god. I hate ASMR. <laughs> so do I. Star Wars. Oh, nice. Nice. Good old Obi-Wan. Yeah. The Tobodin Station guy. I saw him and I was like, oh, oh yeah. snap, because I hadn't seen him out and about. Mm -mm. Awesome. Thank you. Show the camera. Show the camera. Very cool. Can you see him? <laughs> <laughs> You're just holding directly under yeah, the, the glare. glare. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Very good. Randy, do you want to go next? Yeah, I'll go next. All right. So is this are both these from you or no? No, this one's from me. I just okay. wanted to I just wanted to get you something. Okay. I well, saw it you. and I thought, Randy. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> it was at a lion's den, but I <laughs> <laughs> might have some fun with that later. Oh, dude, this is awesome. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Sorry to jump in abruptly here and uh, interrupt the happy, warm feelings that are happening. But there's something that occurred to me as I'm editing the episode is that there's a few different times as we're doing our gift exchange that we're so wrapped up in the moment. We don't even say what it is we're unwrapping. So there's going to be probably at least one other time where I jump in here to tell you what has been opened. And what Randy just opened is a, a NECA version of Frankenstein's monster on a uh, blister card. Just so you know what the hell we're talking about. And I'm sure I'll be cutting in again here soon. But anyway, back to the show. You're welcome. We're always talking about NECA toys, and I thought uh, you had your own yeah. NECA finally. And it glows in the dark. And that he really does, man. I mean, you always have like a universal monster oh, yeah. prey station behind you when we're on, <laughs> yes. on Zoom. So I thought we could I've, add I've to it. I've got a Christmas one now, too. That's awesome. Thank awesome. you. Awesome. And he he glows very vibrantly in the All dark, right, I will sweet. tell you that. For a long time. Thank you. I mean, I didn't sit there with a stopwatch or anything, but <laughs> I, he's like one of those old minutes. glow worms or something that you put next to the light bulb and then get you it forget about out. it and then wow. come back in and Jesus melt it. Christ. <laughs> can, you see the, can you see the color better there? Yes. yes. That's awesome. Are they, uh, how big are they? Like, I, I can't. I they're big. I mean, regular guys. Oh, they're a little bit bigger, huh? That's sweet. Nice. You never know what you're buying online. You the never right. know. And I, I was like, they look like they're hollow, like see-through metal. They're about, yeah, they're reg like regular size, so. Oh, they are. Okay. The color scheme turned out pretty good. 
Those are awesome. That's awesome. Awesome, man. I'm glad you like them. All right, Jeremy. Get that little one on the top here. Okay. Uh, is this Brooks and Dunn's greatest hits? I'm predicting. No, no. It might be worse. It's probably gonna be worse. Oh, not Nickelback. Creed. <laughs> Rick Astley. <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> I don't want this. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, there's joking, and then there's just being cruel, man. We wrap it for next year's shit gift. Oh, <laughs> David, you genius bastard! Well, the That's only thing exactly is, what I'm gonna do. I actually like Creed, but. <clears throat> <laughs> is that the first album? No, that's the greatest hits. Oh. <laughs> it's Creed's greatest hits. Let me just ask you how this happened. How what happened? I remember. What was the inspiration for this? Uh, you saying how much you love them last time I had brought it up, and you totally busted my balls for like an hour and a half. Well played, sir. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it wasn't that long ago. So what is this? Talk? Like Scott Stapp's head in this box over here? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Big old blow up doll. Oh, man. Well, we're gonna have to figure out what to do with this. But thank you, I think. I don't know if that was like a, a fuck you just, wrapped up. Just, just, just until you open that. Just hold on. Just hold on. Be- before you, you stab <sighs> me in the neck. It's a CD player. I've always wanted one. <laughs> okay. Karaoke machine. <laughs> okay. All right. Back to David. I'm still playing with my dice. I'm glad you <laughs> like them, man. I'm glad you like them. Well, it's funny. I mean, I, the last three or four days, I've been like, man, I need to get me a new set of dice. And I've been looking online, and I found a really cool set from Australia, but they, they were, like, asking quite a lot of money for those. I love how pissed Jeremy is at me right now. I'm not pissed. <laughs> I'm just still, com- like, a little befuddled. <laughs> like, what? Ooh, nice. It's another journal? <laughs> it's it's another journal, but it's this one's geared for uh, making a game, for creating... That's what the that's what it said online anyway. Geared for creating a D and D campaign. Oh, that is very awesome! Woo-hoo. Oh wow, that's awesome! Nice. There's like a red eye on the back. Sweet. <laughs> that was a cool looking journal. I thought Jack, it looked cool. Jack and I are like the dads at Christmas. Like, oh yeah, yeah I'm glad we got <laughs> no, that for you. I knew about the diet. <laughs> well, David was uh, talking about. Possibly starting a new campaign with yeah. us in the top of the year, and I thought, well, now now he's got yeah. something to write it in. Yeah, so. we'll just have to uh, figure out which day of the week works best for everybody. Okay. Uh, but yeah. Sweet. We will definitely do that. Mm-hmm. All right. We are back to Jackery. My turn. Let's creed the figure. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Staff, action pose. Mandalorian. Oh, another Ahsoka. Another? Well, no, I don't have this one. Oh, I mean, okay. all together. Yeah, I don't have this one. Scared the <laughs> fuck out of me. This is... This oh, yeah, is I like don't a, have this one. This is a special one, too. I don't have that one. Like, she has... Look, at, see the blue paint on her? Mm-hmm. It's like reflection from lightsabers. From her swords, yeah. Yeah. I think I've got the first one of her, where she's wearing just all the black. I think I have that one. Of Rosario? Yeah, I, I have to check. I'm not sure if I have a Rosario one The six-inch? Mm-hmm. I think I do. I, have, I thought like, you I'd had have the small check. one. I don't know. I've got so many. You, uh, did you watch the, what is it, the uh, Star Wars Legends of the Jedi or whatever it was? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. That was really good. 
the music for that, uh, especially the Dooku episodes, was like really phenomenal. Mm. I really, really yeah. Man, those Dooku episodes, I wish they were their own series. They yeah. were so good. And it comes with a credit. Yeah, the New Republic, Republic credit. credit. Nice. Yeah. Thank well, you. I hope you dig them. I oh, feel yeah. pissed off that you've already got her. No, I, do, I definitely don't have her. Like I said, I, I, I think I have the one Rosario Ahsoka, but not this one. This one is even cooler, I think. All right. As long as you're... Pretending to be happy. I'll no, be I'm not pretending <laughs> at all. <laughs> all right, back to Randy. All right. You gotta be careful with that, Randy. Shake it really hard. No. I mean, it's yours <laughs> at this point, so yeah. if you want to take it home broken, that's on you. <laughs> oh, man. Is that spice a spice rack? rack? Mm -hmm. That's a gift that keeps on giving, Randy. Spices. We know how much you like spice. I know, you know, it's it just spice spices up my life. Should have got him one of those. Well, I'm not gonna say. Let's just let him enjoy the smell. Yeah, smells painty. Yeah, it does. <laughs> oh, dude, helping helping set that up. Once again, another instance of where we forget to tell you what Randy has just opened. And what he has just opened is a pretty freaking cool statue. You'll have to check out our social media because I'm going to have pictures on there after this uh, episode posts. But Jack 3D printed and hand painted a, I'd say it's probably about a foot tall Green Ranger uh, statue where the Green Ranger is, he's whistling uh, into his dragon sword flute and he's standing on a rock that looks like a real rock and it has a great big dragon coin in the front of it. It looks really cool. But anyway, back to the episode. Boy, I do smell the paint. Yeah. Oh, I don't care. We're leaving here with a buzz, aren't we? Contact eye. Nice. Dude. Oh, wow. That came out really good. Dude, that is fucking awesome. Thank you, Jack. Like you got a little bit of paint. Wear yeah, that's all right. Boot, but... Wow, look Dude, at that. That is awesome. Thank you, you, man. You made this rock, too? Mm-mm. It's all printed. It's just That's that. what I meant. Like, yeah. you printed the rock? It looks like a real freaking rock. No, that's that spray paint stuff, that sandstone stuff. Dude, oh. that is awesome, man. I'd be fucking scared to drive home with this and now. gold leaf. That looks cool. Will it flake off? It shouldn't. Dude, that is badass. Thank you so much. You're welcome. That's a nice little... That's going to take the place of his Halloween stuff in the background. Yeah, I'm just going to get home and... Woof. What's that, David? Yeah, displayed that thing with pride, man. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that is great. It came out way bigger than I thought it was going to be, too. I had no idea. How I... long did it take you to make this? Uh, Well, I mean, I just finished it today, but it's not like I've been working hard on it constantly. Took... That's why we're going to get that glue buzz or that paint buzz right now. Maybe two days of printing. And then the painting was pretty easy. It looks awesome. Yeah, this is that. done at 80% scale. Holy shit. Yeah. And I thought 80%, yeah, that should that should work. And then <laughs> So this I, thing was even bigger. Yeah. <laughs> he started Fuck. texting me going, Oh my god, it's too big. <laughs> well that, that <laughs> dragon life size that I brought oh, okay. was the 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 full size one, which was you know. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, wow, he even has the buckles on the side of his helmet. Dude, yep. this is awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. That is cool. I'm scared to fucking touch Julie it. said you liked him. Yeah. Very good. All right, Jack, clear some way for Jeremy there. Oh, yeah. I got to put it on the table? Yes, you do. Oh, my God, what is this? What could it be after Creed's greatest <laughs> hits? <laughs> well, we'll see if I make up for it or if I make things worse. 
This is big, man. Just uh, pick it up and drop it real quick. Are you being serious? Yeah. On the table? Yeah. Okay. It. <laughs> what the I fuck heard, is going? I heard something. You heard something? I, I can hear something, but okay. I don't know if it's. It almost sounds like it's the springs from the mic stands, yeah. but I'm not sure if that's what it is. I don't think that's. Well, what oddly it is. enough, the mechanism I had to fix. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You told me about it. Yeah. It's is about it a new the same. microwave? Did you just get me a new microwave? I did. You know. Aww. Creed the, the, and warming up food. <laughs> you don't ever have to leave this room anymore. Now you just need a <laughs> bedpan. Oh, I've got a funny story about a bedpan, dude. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we were antique. My mom likes antiques, so we were at the antique store yesterday trying to find something for Christmas, and I found this big, like, porcelain-looking like pot with a design on it. looked old. Looked cool. I'm like, oh, man, she'd probably love this. So I get it, and I'm up at the counter about to ring it out, and Brooke's mom's like, that's a chamber pot. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, shut up. I'm so glad she was there. The gift that keeps on giving. Because I wouldn't have known. I would have given it to her on Christmas, and Mom certainly would have known. <laughs> can I put it down here? Yes, you can. I need to get a knife. Sorry. Well, you know, when the Great Reset comes and all the electricity goes out, I mean, you may want a chamber pot. Who knows? I hadn't thought about that. That's yeah. true, yeah. <clears throat> He's got a Creed CD that'll work. We can burn that for warmth. <laughs> that'll be your prized weapon. You just fling that at me. <laughs> <laughs> I just sharpen the edges of it. With arms wide open. I can throw the... <laughs> Hear that whistling through the air? <laughs> Boy... That's a lot of tape. Sorry. The whole roll. This has a lot of hours of blood, sweat, and tears in it, so I was being careful. Jesus Christ. That Green Ranger. It should be okay now, but when I was boxing him up, I used a different kind of adhesive for his one leg, and when I was boxing him up, the leg fell off, and I'm like, come on, it's been on like six <laughs> hours to cure. I'll keep an eye on so it. So he's going to break is what he's so trying to do. It shouldn't. I used, <laughs> Drive careful. I ended up using Gorilla Glue on it, so it should be good. All right, let's see what's in here. Paper. Santa hat. Oh, dude, no way. Is this him? That's him. This couldn't have been cheap, bro. So there's a story behind it. This could not have been cheap. This is from the first Jurassic yep. Park. This is the T-Rex. Oh, my God. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Oh, hang on. What I was trying to get at was... Oh, like the stomping, stomping sound effect. And then squeezes middle. <laughs> <laughs> so the only thing that... Okay, so the story behind this is I got him really cheap like a month ago because he was fucked up. I basically had to tear him all apart. All the, all the circuitry was fucked up. What? I had to put new circuits in them or uh, new capacitors. Um, the battery cover was missing. I had to make a battery cover for it. This, this is awesome, bro. Did, Thank does, that, you. does that make up for? No. Okay. <laughs> Get out. You still will pay for the cream. <laughs> now, the other funny story is. My daughter, Michaela, is obsessed with dinosaurs. So she has been watching me work on this. And the first day she saw it, she's like, is that for me? You know, Daddy, I too love dinosaurs. <laughs> and literally, like, all the time, like, 
she's got like one of the newer T-Rexes. She would come up and like try and trade me for it. Like, why don't you give this one to Jeremy and give me the t- Are you serious? <laughs> so Santa's oh, going to have something. No, 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 but... don't, 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 don't. Because Santa's got something for her. So, oh, man. And the then, o- then the little Santa hat added. Yeah, and that comes off. I, I, I glued it on. <laughs> yeah, I super glued it on. So, yeah. Ruined he, the classic toy for That's you. the original JP09. Thank you so much. You don't have any idea how many times I've seen this thing at the store. I do. Like, uh, <laughs> today I'm pulling the trigger, but then never do. He's not show quality in that the jaws. What are you talking about? He looks amazing. Well, the jaws don't work. So the mechanism for the jaw, like grabbing, it's like a bike break where there's like a real fine wire that goes all the way from his jaw all the way down to his stomach. So he actually, he had jaw motion originally? Yeah, like when you press the uh, the center to get that sound, his jaws would close. Huh. So I wasn't able to fix that because I would have had to like. Well, here's the thing. I'm not going to be sitting around like actually playing with him. Mm-hmm. He's going to be on the shelf looking badass. <laughs> Look that's how. A lie. That's a lie. I, I guarantee you there's going to be some stormy <laughs> night. When he's by himself. <laughs> yeah. Crazy <laughs> I'm just in the bathtub. Just don't get him wet. Don't get him Here wet. Here comes Creed. <laughs> what are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> don't get him wet because I'm pretty sure that's what happened originally because the whole yeah. internals. So with that stomping action, the way it works, and it was a pain in the ass to fix, is there's like a little spring surrounded by a conductor. And when you stomp it, that spring moves kind of like a door, like a door jam, just enough that it touches that. Oh, I see. So it that makes was a, connection. a bitch to fix. Well, thank you. I am in love. And I'm sorry to your daughter if she's listening. I'm no, so no, sorry. No, she's... But... Santa's spoiling the shit out of her like always. She's fine. This is amazing. <laughs> How long have I wanted this? <laughs> you made my Krang body dreams come true and yeah. now my T-Rex dreams. Thank you. You're welcome, What a man. thoughtful gift. Thank I, you so I had much. to do a really shitty one off the bat to make up for the, the better one later. <laughs> yeah, you were trying to like throw me away. I should have known. <laughs> I figured the wrapping paper would have been a little bit of a giveaway, but... Uh, no, I wasn't. Yeah. Honestly, I wasn't like raptor paper. There must be a dinosaur. <laughs> dinosaur. Dinosaur. All right. And then the last gifts we have. Very, very thoughtful gesture from Joshua Bellis. Joshua was just in our uh, Christmas edition of Street Smarts. Uh, gave me three packages. They're gifts for us. He said he saw them online. And just thought we had to have them. I'm wondering what's in here. I've Wishbone, been... the complete series. <laughs> what is yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I've been very curious. Cool paper, too. I bought the paper. Oh, did you? Don't give him credit for the paper. So you don't I know bought... what these are still? No. I have no idea. They could be books on how to be a better podcaster. But... <laughs> oh, shit, I need that. <laughs> Let's dig in. I'm so curious because, again, they've just been sitting here. And it didn't matter on who gets which? So, uh, no. It's all the same thing. It's a DVD. Here's a DVD. Oh my god, did he really? Are you serious? What is yours, droids? Yeah. Mine's the holiday special. I got the freaking Ewoks. Oh man, Josh. Oh my gosh. This is awesome. This is too much, bro. But thank you. How awesome. Well, I think they're like intentionally bootlegged though. Yeah. Yeah, this is awesome. (laughs) Sloppy second sales. Dot com. <gasps> he was telling me about this place. <laughs> that is amazing. We'll, ah. we'll have to trade these off as we watch them. Yeah, oh, definitely, yeah. Thank you, Josh. Let's hold yeah, those up yeah. to the camera for everyone to see. I've only heard the horror stories of the Star Wars Christmas <laughs> special. Now you awesome. get to live them. 
Oh man, I'm excited. Thank you, Josh. I watched some Ewoks. That was a hard watch watching as a grown-up. <laughs> droids, I think, is probably going to be pretty close, but it's still. Droids I mean, is good. I've, I've watched. You've got that droids over there. Yeah, yeah. You got me that a while back. So now I can sit there and go <laughs> as I watch it <laughs> with them in in card on card. <laughs> oh no! Autism. Well, that is awesome. Thank you, Josh. Yeah, this How is thoughtful. Cool. Very thoughtful of him. And uh, thank you to everyone who's stuck around and been listening this far in. Randy, thank you for the T-Rex, man. How fucking awesome. And uh, what? (laughs) If I I had time and a hammer, I'd track down every bootleg's copy and smash it. George (laughs) Lucas. (laughs) You're so proud of this special. (laughs) That was so nice of him to do, man. (laughs) But David, also, thank you so much for being here, man. I hope you had a good time. Mm Mm-hmm. I had an amazing time, and and this gift goes above and beyond. It's very awesome. Thank you so much. Good. Well, I hope you like it, and we appreciate everything you do. Yeah, for I, was, I was. I uh, was. I was just bragging on it. Uh, I posted it to Twitter already, and I'm uh, posting it on my Discord. So did you? <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, how nice. That's why my head was bowed, and I was I was working on my phone because I was. Oh, posting. we were thought you were praying. Wide yeah. <laughs> <laughs> eyes wide open. Yes. That's, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> we might have to end the Christmas episode on a Creed song there, Jerry. We'll <laughs> <laughs> exit so fast, and we have bye. <laughs> <laughs> Should have been dead on Sunday morning, banging my head. See what you've done, Randy. <laughs> no, made what? a Christmas freaking miracle. <laughs> oh man, this just looking at this takes me back, but not to a good place. So, yeah, once again, David, thank you for being here. And are you going to be in Ohio anytime soon? I hope so. And if not, I, I should make a visit. I should plan a trip up there. Yeah, we would just love to, to hang, hang out. out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I have a, a, an old uh, game company friend who lives uh, in Cleveland that's uh, on the lake side, right? Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cleveland, yeah, he's up in Cleveland. So, yeah. Okay. Well, we love Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Love getting up there any chance we get. But Well, just let us know, man, when you're in town. We'll get together again and hang out and uh, keep an eye on the mailbox. I'll let you know when I ship the, uh, the Watchmen along with your Swedish fish. Okay, awesome. Sweet. But Merry Christmas to everybody. And Jack, what do we have on the website? Go to cannedairpodcast.com where you can listen, like, subscribe, follow us on all our social media, become a patron, buy some merch, and if you'd like to be a guest and promote any work that you might have, send us an email on our contacts page. There we go. And find us on Twitter at cannedairpod and on Instagram at canned underscore air. And if you uh, like what we're doing, want to show support, many ways you can do it uh, on that website. Jack was talking about cannedairpodcast.com. The merch tab, the Patreon tab. And like Randy was saying earlier, if you can't financially do it, leave us a like and a review in your uh, podcast player of choice. Or social media. Or social media, anywhere. It all helps. We, it, Yeah, it's all to keep the same wheel of turning. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that's everything. Evergreenpodcast.com. Check us that out there. That wasn't everything, I'll... but yeah, I <laughs> fucked up. Still looking at that Creed CD. <laughs> but... <laughs> Yes, evergreenpodcast.com. Lots of great shows on there and a network that just treats us pretty damn good, don't they? Oh, yeah. Sure do. So, love being there. And uh, once again, everyone here and everyone at home, we hope you all have a Merry Christmas. And until next time, I am Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. I'm Randy Hardenbrook. And I'm Zordon. Oh, fuck it. David Fielding. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Love no, it. you're Zordon. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone, and be excellent to each other.
This has been a Canned Air production. History is complicated. The story of human progress is long, messy, and riddled with controversies big and small. On Conflicted, we dive headfirst into history's most infamous events and contentious figures. We try and untangle the good from the bad, the fact from the fiction, and the monsters from the misunderstood. Was Genghis Khan a murderous butcher or a civic pioneer? Did the Allied powers go too far in firebombing the German city of Dresden at the twilight of World War II? And how did the Marquis de Sade acquire such a sinister reputation? And was any of it true? These are just a few of the tough questions we wrestle with and investigate on Conflicted. So if you love history or just enjoy a good story, please join me, your host, Zach Cornwell, for a fascinating new topic each and every month. Conflicted, a history podcast, is available on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I hope to see you soon. Thank you.